0: Hey there, folks. What do you know? It's the Uticast, episode 222. Uh, Joining us this week uh, on her... I guess it's basically the one-year anniversary of the last time she was on. Uh, Director of Media and Public Relations from United County Tourism. Sarah Foster is back. She ran here like an absolute animal. I can't believe it. Uh, To talk to us about all sorts of things. Wedding season, fall, uh, tourist events in upstate New York, her golf game. All sorts of that. So much more, as always, we got off-tangent. Also this week we're going to talk about Area 51. Aliens, the tech backlash, the youth, climate, strike, a 32-hour work week, history, lessons... Uh, all this, so much more, folks, as usual. I mean, we're happy to have you here. We're always happy to have you here. That's just the way it is here at the Unicast. Oh, yes. You I told one of my kids today it's good to meditate is. Oh, is the microphone turned the wrong way? Hello folks, welcome back to the show It's the Udicast, episode 222 Yeah, no, I was talking to one of my kids today about uh, personal time to like uh, think and Just yeah. clear your mind, it's important It is Yoga, reading, meditation, whatever it is It's good to clear
1: your mind Kev, what are your thoughts on clearing your mind? For uh, I have none because my mind is clear oh, Always, Of course clear. it is No, yeah, I mean, you, you gotta try to keep it clear Clear debris.
2: I have to meditate.
0: I think it's tough for like high school age kids, too, because there's a lot of noise all the time. Oh, don't for sure. I think they get a lot of like quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of a lot of noise, but in a good way, our guest this week, returning after a one-year hiatus, one of my favorite people in the world to talk to, Sarah Foster Ooh, of Medicine uh, Tourism. Yeah, she's the best. Uh, love talking to Director of Media and Public Relations, Sarah Foster. Uh, great conversation, as always. Uh, she just got back from Montana, which she said was really cool. I don't know if you saw her pictures on Facebook. Yeah, they're awesome. You ever been out that far, Montana? No, I
2: haven't. I have uh, not touched that west really.
0: That's like the only. That's one of those places I kind of think that like, which it, not the first place I would think to go if I was like going to go somewhere mm-hmm. in the U.S. I've never been, but it's probably it's probably really a beautiful like country to be in and just sort of hang around. Still kind of low on my list. Kev, where do you put Montana? Um,
3: <laughs> where
0: do you rank Montana? like the top of the middle. Top of the middle. Yeah. It's a fair place, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fair. Shout out to Montana for my brother-in-law, though, he's from Billings. Um, so, so all of our listeners in Billings. Yeah, all of our listeners here. in Billings. Uh, a couple of things. Billings from, cast. The Bill- <laughs> Yo, Billings cast. I should start a, like, a secondary podcast. I'm busy that night. You know? <laughs> yeah. I won't be there. In Billings? No, I won't be there either. Uh, A couple things I wanted to just get out of the way real quick. First, Heather, thank you for all the messages you sent me last week about the concern of Charles the cat, who, uh, just to update uh, all the folks out there, Charlie's fine. He's back Mm -hmm. now. He's back to 100%. I know, because last night there was a dead mouse on my floor. Perfect. So I was like, yep, that's, you know, full swing. He is missing a little spot on his head (laughs) where the hair was. He's got a little bald spot Mm -hmm. now. He's a little bald spot cat. But uh, he's fine Again, it was my first experience with like uh, being concerned over someone. Like I know you,
2: you were distraught. A little.
0: Was that was that like that with Kaz for you when you? Oh had, yeah. Like I, f- I, what was I, the first thing you remember? Like the first time you freaked out over something that Cas, like something Caz related?
2: Yeah, at his daycare. Especially today, he got beat up again. Yeah, beat <laughs> this up. At kid daycare. keeps get, hitting him all the time, so he's like always oh, getting. Whoa. Now he's a black eye today. A Little black eye.
0: Have you have you had the discussion? What are you do about this? Yeah.
2: I went there to have the talk, and she disappeared. So I'm the, the teacher, Arshmira, is the woman who is in charge of the. Plane. You roll
1: up on the kid? No, <laughs> a kid.
2: no, he was. He's a good kid. And he just has some.
0: It's
1: probably got something going on at home.
0: Something. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not uh, supporting violence in any way. Yeah. But I'm just curious. Have you ever had a discussion with Kaz well, about like defending himself? We
2: have. We've talked to him, and um, we didn't teach him to hit. We, te- right. we taught him to like basically, you know, tell them no when they're coming at him and if he has to defend himself he can so he's been doing that a lot and it seems not to not be working very well for him
0: that's fair <laughs> okay did you ever get any advice about fighting from anyone um yeah i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i'm curious like uh my dad told me basically uh if you hit somebody with your best shot mm. and it doesn't do it just give up <laughs> He's like, if, he's like, just don't keep going if you if you feel like you're outmatched, just surrender. Yeah, I mean,
1: you gotta, you have to, you know, certainly violence is never the answer is not what you're going for, but like it's important to know how to defend yourself and be able to draw a line. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that. That has to be there. That's why I think, although it's not something that, that I did in my childhood, my experience is a little bit different. I think different stuff like martial arts can be hugely important for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I had a young kid right now, I'd be looking at like Brazilian jitsu classes that teach you the discipline and the confidence to be able to handle yourself and de escalate and just, you know, be safe and protective out there. You know yeah. what I mean? You're not like beating kids up. You don't become the bully because they teach you not to be. Mm-hmm. I think that can be a good outlet for kids. When uh, GFOP of the pod, uh, Cliff Montoni, uh joined us at the house a few
0: weeks ago not for the podcast just happened to stop by he was talking to us about doing brazilian jiu-jitsu training yeah yeah and in the course of the conversation i was like you know yeah kind of cool i'd like to do like brazilian jiu-jitsu learn to be uh, you know a little more assertive do you mean and then you made a good point you're like you're trying to be out of work for three months with like a (laughs) like a broken ankle you're trying to have like a black eye (laughs) going into the office i'm like no no i guess you're right I have health insurance, too, but I'm still not trying to be limping into work every day on crutches because Cliff Montoni put me in an ankle lock.
1: I don't think they put you on crutches down there. They go out of business pretty quick if people are leaving on crutches all the time.
0: I'm very soft man. You've told me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I just have one quick thing I wanted to to talk about because I don't know where else we would talk about it today. Uh, I'm a huge dinosaur nerd. Right, you know this about me. I have a dinosaur tattoo. Everybody my knows. This. Everyone, yeah, knows you. know. Everyone knows. Everybody about me. knows this about you. Uh, there is a YouTube video that was released today. It is a short film in the Jurassic Park like canon. It's released by the Jurassic Park people. It was directed by the guy who did the last movie. Uh-huh. It's a little eight and a half minute movie on YouTube called "The Battle of Like Big Rock" or something. Right? Sure. Go to YouTube and watch it, folks, if you get a chance. I swear to God, it's the best piece of Jurassic Park IP since the original movie. For wow. eight minutes, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. And uh, it got me real excited for uh, a theoretical Jurassic Park movie that doesn't exist yet.
2: You just send this to me. Are they, are they throwing hints that they're going to make something else? I
0: mean, would why would going? you... They've implied that this is between the last movie that was released and then whatever the next movie is going to be. So maybe it's some sort of teaser. Um... I don't know. I guess I'm more excited for Jurassic Park than you guys. I'll show it to you afterwards. But go ahead and watch it, folks. But I got into a discussion. I heard this mailbag question on a different podcast this week, and I wanted to ask you guys. The question was, what are the dinosaurs that mainstream people can name, even like if they don't know anything about dinosaurs? Like which dinosaurs have broken through into the mainstream? I would imagine like Tyrannosaurus, Tyrannosaurus,
1: right? Velociraptor, Pterodactyl, Stegosaurus, Triceratops, Brachiosaurus. Brontosaurus. Yeah, that's seven. Yeah. those seven right there is that the big seven yeah it's that's probably,
2: the ones I thought Kaz would know I'm like those are the ones. that's probably
1: the big yeah. seven there might be a couple other like if you get into a weird name that you really like yeah, yeah I think you that's you know what I mean like someone would be like oh I like an Archaeopteryx." Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Parasauro or that's Kaz he says it just like that
2: yep. I can't right. say it right I'm yep. like what is that? He's like, I'll show you my book.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the one, the other one that they mentioned on the podcast I don't know, is a. It's called a Dimetrodon. It's one that has the sail, the little mm-hmm. lizard that has the sail on the yeah. back. People know that one by look. With a D.
2: Yeah, 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 I yeah. know. My son, my son's taught me all these dinosaurs. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once
0: you start getting past that, though, if I start out here being like, nah, "There's a Baryonyx fossil in the backyard," like then you've gotten into like hard dinosaur nerd territory, right? Like once you get into like, you can
2: catch us at like Dinosaurs.
0: He'd finally like me. Your son hates me. I don't no, understand he likes what Mark you know, Simon, hates though. me. He
2: likes Kevin,
0: which is not surprising because more people. He's a smart boy. <laughs> people <laughs> say it again.
2: He's people
0: a smart boy. who meet Kevin and me tend to like Kevin more than they like me. In you general, you think so? I think they like you more. I think I'm a slow burn for people. Uh, I, don't I don't think know. I give the best first impressions to
1: people. Uh, you're accessible though. You're accessible,
2: uh, Kevin. You're just like more nurturing.
1: Wow. Interesting.
2: Nurturing. No, no. I see it. No, no, like, no. That's oh. how I see it. I'll take that. That's actually No, you're great. No, you're great, but excellent. Kevin has got this, I don't know, this more nurturing. Thunder and
0: lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, I feel so so <laughs> inadequate now. Um, Don't worry, I can nurture you about that. Thank you, please. I need to be nurtured. Uh, all right. Uh, oh and also, just a quick congratulations shout out to great friends of the pod listeners Ken and Amy who celebrated oh, yeah. their uh, I was very a, upset
1: that I couldn't make it. I the couldn't party make it either. either. I was so bummed. We had a gig and I had to go do that, but it looked like it was a great yeah. party and yeah. I was honored to be invited. They're yeah. literally like two of the best people, nicest they folks, are. just Super like cool. so kind. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. So again, thanks to Ken and Amy for just being
0: good pals of Made Utica, good uh, pals of the show. Congrats Congratulations. Congrats to you guys. Yes, yeah. Who's better than Ken and Amy?
1: Nobody. Nobody. You know, it's nice. I like when people do that and take some time to be like, you know what, we're going to like take a moment mm-hmm. to really re-acknowledge what we've done here and you know pay some tribute to uh, this thing that we've built. That's always nice and to see. And they
2: want all of us to be a part of it, which
1: mm-hmm.
0: was mm-hmm. awesome. It was nice. Uh, so thanks, guys. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, this week's... Uh, I guess news. It's some weird news this week because uh, the first two stories are going to be about aliens uh, oh, in know, different capacities. Right? Well, let's start with the first one. Did you guys know that the Storm Area 51 event that people were so excited about happened? Only uh,
2: like 100 people showed up. It was there. <laughs> Well,
0: there was supposed to be, if you went by everybody who signed on to the petition or said they were going to go or whatever, supposed to be 2 million people. Uh, they got 50,000. Okay, so 50,000. 50, like they something.
1: got 50,000 people? It really? Was, yeah, are you sure? This, this is, is from, from the, Really?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought they said 100. This yeah. is from the
0: Vice article that I was reading. So if you want to blame Vice, it says they had I about swear f- I read it. BBC reported that as many as 50,000 people were oh, were expected to turn up. I wonder how yeah. many actually yeah, showed yeah, up. No, I, I heard swear. It, was it was like, like, like 200 yeah, maybe. Yeah, something really Did it feels like a thing that people would just talk about the internet. Yeah, no, no, it's the any, ultimate thing. Anybody
1: who expected otherwise, that's, that's just silly. <laughs> of course that's going to happen. I loved
0: the Air Force's we will kill you response it was just like like full stop we sorry about know. this guy got
1: every, i mean the people got everything they wanted from it you know what i mean they got the memes they got that kid doing the naruto run behind <laughs> the reporter <laughs> which is hilarious. that's all they were looking for it's <laughs> all the internet wanted uh
0: but then also this week the internet got more because then we got real alien news yeah. apparently <laughs> from the
2: from the,
0: from the from air force from the, force. <laughs> for, from the navy actually wherever that's right Tom DeLonge of Blink One Eighty Two and Angels and Airwaves. Tom's done it. (laughs) Tom DeLonge's UFO research organization has discovered real UFOs. This is an actual statement, not the lyrics to an Angels and Airwaves song. Uh, The U.S. Navy has acknowledged that UFOs are real, although they're using a different term. It's like UFAs. Like there's some Mm. like broad middle term that they're using, which they're more willing to be like, oh yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Covering their bases.
2: UFA for like
0: Ariel or yeah I gotta I'll find the number for I'll find it in here in the article uh why should we care more about this story or is it,
1: are we just sort of burned on I mean watch and see I don't, we I don't know if we are a monolith I bet that different people care to different levels and pay attention to stuff like this to different levels oh, I see more. um <laughs> yeah, it for more. this seems a lot like <laughs> no. the same story that they put out like last year and the year before mm-hmm. I don't know it if does it's different than this. yeah I do think it's amazing that Tom DeLonge. 1999 <laughs> put a song on the album *Men of the State*, which, for those of you casuals listening, is the album with like all the small things. What's my age again? Uh, there was a track on that called *Aliens Exist*. In 1999, he called it then, and is he it? called his shot. It's twenty true. years later, Good for him. twenty years later. Uh, man, uh, the Navy considers the phenomena contained
0: depicted in these three videos as unidentified. Says Navy spokesman Joseph Gradisher. We talked to Vice earlier this week. Hmm. Mm. I mean, sure, aliens. I mean, I'm I I feel like I should be more excited for this story, but I'm kind of like, unless they show up, unless <laughs> I mean, they're knocking on our door, and be like, hey, we're here. I mean, yeah,
2: I want to see something better.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: like it landing in a field. Need to see like a, a, a little close. more. I need more. I need a body.
0: Yeah, body. Show me a body. Well, nice yeah, yeah. huh? this is how the Storm Area Fifty One movement happened. You know, we're like, I need to see the bodies. You, like, see well, the you the know center. where the bodies are? Yeah, yeah. They're at Area Fifty One. It's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, let me ask you. This is a stupid question. I'm gonna preface this. That's great. I like that. How many people would have actually had to show up to physically storm Area 51? Like, if there had actually been a million people who showed up, would the U.S. Yeah, government be able to stop enough.
2: them? Yes. I mean, yes. You people. think so? I don't think a million people would show up.
0: No, I. I know. People I'm have sure bombs they would. not We'll stop I, just, them. I wonder at what point in time the crowd would be too big for the actual U.S. military to contain, or maybe we don't get to that number. I don't
2: think we will because we're not that out of control country yet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, sure, but but <laughs> yeah. just he's saying like just theoretically, like, theoretically, how, how many would it take underneath there? Right. I mean. With a million, they can certainly overrun it. You can bomb it to pieces, but like, what does a million people even look like, you know, standing in one spot? I know, just drop a, a bomb. Point. And yeah. You could bomb it and do it, but I mean, who knows what kind of defenses they've got to overrun. Do they have, to, do they have to blow through a fence? Do they have to go over, like, yeah, a like giant deep the... moat ravine? Yeah, like, no. who knows what's out there. They gotta get
0: past Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, and that weird alien ship that's in there, and that scientist who's like, no bees. It's a good movie. Yeah, Independence Day, that right. one?
2: Uh, all right. I'm done with you. <laughs> let's get to let's get to stuff with this guy. <laughs> let's get to some
0: non-alien uh, related stories. This is a, a story that I'm sure we'll come back to. Did you guys hear the big, this is like the big breaking story about Utica today. Uh, apparently we're getting a different uh, world's largest silicone carbon dioxide manufacturing factory in Marcy, New York. We're getting a that. new carbon chip factory yeah, in Marcy. That. It's supposed to produce 600 new jobs.
2: Like, billion dollars or something yeah like, I mean,
0: like is it though i mean that's I why know. i'm a little skeptical to even talk about this story because no. i'm sure that there'll be more to come on this They're but that was the
2: something and leave it well that's <laughs> <gonna be> another <laughs> is cool this thing. the
0: next story that we're gonna have the debate about whether it's really coming or not i feel like we've pinpointed
1: waste my time. <laughs> well so yeah build it then go ahead yeah. i mean i'm hearing a lot of talk i've heard there's going to be an extra stadium, and a casino, oh, right. and a yeah, hospital, right? and right a about college, that. and all sorts of silicon chip manufacturing, and all these tech jobs, and I've heard that there's going to be Harbor Point with the riverfront, oh, yeah. and I've yeah. heard that there's going to be all sorts of wild stuff, so uh, show me. Yeah, let me see I'm it. I'm waiting gotta... for any of it. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about it. Yeah. And I understand it takes a long time. you got to get stuff through. It's the work. I'm not being uncharitable. I'm just saying, you know, until you show me, hmm. reserve my judgment on your fancy presentation. Uh, I'm gonna read you guys a headline
0: from <laughs> from a story this re- uh, week, and I'm gonna you're gonna tell me if you think it's overblown. Okay, this is from theverge.com. Uh, the tech backlash is real, and it's accelerating. That's the headline of the story. Right uh-huh. off the bat, I got a couple facts I'll hit you with, but do you find that to be like clickbaity? That headline a little bit? Yeah, I don't. No. Wanna... no, you don't think. You think okay? Not compared to a lot of other shit out there. So there were two facts I thought were interesting in here. One, it was a public opinion poll that was in this article and it was that 4 years ago, 71% of the polling population saw tech and tech industry as a having a positive overall impact on the United States. And since then that's dropped 21% to 50. Whereas people who hold openly negative feelings toward tech companies uh has gone up over that same time period from 17% to 33%, mm. right? So you're the polling numbers are showing some sort of emotional backlash toward tech companies. Yet, when you go look at Facebook's numbers over the last year, over this it's actually up 28% in their current revenue despite all of the negative like Facebook up,
1: back. Up 28% within the same demographic that they polled for the poll. Or I just know. up 28 of, Because if you took yeah. a poll of people in America and then 28% more people signed up in Bangladesh, that doesn't really – Yeah. that has nothing to do with – one has nothing to do with the other. And it does seem like there's also an increase coming on in ongoing
0: investigations for antitrust and privacy lawsuits into Apple, Facebook, Google, Amazon, most of the major tech companies. Are these all signs of an actual real tech backlash that's existing?
1: I think, I mean, I think that the first poll question there, I don't think that's a good question. I think it's too broad because tech is, you can't just have a catch-all word like Mm -hmm. Facebook is different than the company that manufactures Mm -hmm. silicone carbide chips. Right. Those are two different things that both fall under the tech Tech headline. You know what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. think tech is going away, but when it comes to stuff like Facebook being all up in every inch of your business and Google being all over you and that kind of stuff... I think there's a backlash coming yeah. for that that I notice amongst people. Yeah. And I also think there's a backlash to the way that we've sort of uh, wrapped ourselves in the bubble wrap of this technology. Yeah. Mm. But I think a lot of that's going to come down to breaking addictions. Because at the end of the day, when you talk about it, it's really what it is. You know what I mean? Like... Internet goes out of your house, people are freaking out. Internet's I know. Out. We what are we going to do? Internet.
2: I it's been 30
1: minutes. I haven't been I able to connect or cast. Well, you're right, like, though.
2: Because I couldn't 100%. turn Alexa turn on the lights the other day, and I thought that was the end of my world. And yeah, I couldn't yeah. use the camera to see Kaz while he was sleeping. And pe- like, I just couldn't figure and it out. And people are
1: going to have to actively acknowledge that to break it, but I think more people are moving in that direction generally. Again, mm-hmm. just like anecdotally and in like well, the eye need,
0: I think you'd need the younger generation to be moving against I it. I
1: think they are.
0: Well, that's I think that's the shifting point. Like cause right. I think naturally, it's not gonna be us. yeah, we're,
1: we're, we're old right. folks. We're setting our ways. Yeah,
0: we're also kind of inclined to be more negative tech as we get older. I think, right? Because we sort of grew up without it a little bit in our earlier years, like our pre-teen years and teenage early teenage years. I think there's some nostalgia to the quote-unquote simpler, like just era of like not having as much for us Like we could l- settle into in our like 40s and 50s that we're not quite there yet. Yeah. Uh, maybe not you. You love tech. You love technology like tech. more than. You're such an interesting dichotomy. You can go out in the woods and hiking and biking, and then you get home and you're like, Alexa, make me a salad. I, I <laughs> wish she
1: was in the
2: woods with me. Well, I mean, and I think I think you
1: can do both, and I think yeah. we as a as a society can have a healthy relationship where we integrate both. But I think that we have to give be a little bit more thoughtful about mm-hmm. that relationship, how we have it and how it works, instead of just blindly being like, Oh, look at this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, here's this thing. Did you see the video they put out to sell me this thing? You know what I mean? We have to... I think you can exist in a better equilibrium, but it's just you got to be a little more thoughtful. Uh, Speaking of, like, uh,
0: earlier generations and being thoughtful, here's a nice little segue. Uh, Last Friday was the youth climate strike across the United States. Uh, uh, Kids in 150 cities across the the planet (laughs) uh, left schools on strike to uh, protest climate change led by a 15-year-old, I want to say... yeah, Greta Thunberg, who is the leader of this uh, this movement. And uh, on Monday, she and 15 other young people filed a world-changing climate complaint uh, suing five of the world's major carbon uh, polluters for violating their rights as children. Good on you for the kiddos. Does it make you feel good about the future? we love to
1: see it, it. yeah. Yeah, support she's the brave
3: kids. what she's doing.
1: And as our generations get older and older, you know, we're going to have to continue to, to support these kids. You know, if her generation yeah. is this way, by the time the Kaz comes of age, by the time the, my new niece comes of age, people mm-hmm. like this, and even kids past yeah. that, we've got to stay conscious to support the kids and always think of the future. Because a lot of the problem we're in now is because a lot of people from our parents' generation didn't give as much thought to the future as they did about their own, mm-hmm. and we see where that gets us. I really
0: enjoyed the grasping at straws of the, like, the fox news ghouls and the twitter trolls at like mm-hmm. trying to find some narrative against these kids who are like giving up their time to per, and she like, spoke to,
2: against that today yeah and it was pretty good
0: yeah she's uh she's really put together yeah. that kid she's really got something going on there uh one other thing i just wanted to bring up this is uh news from the uk but i thought about it as an interesting uh question the uk labor party uh in england or uh, britain right now is uh, running on a platform of promoting a 32-hour work week, going down to a four-day a week uh, work schedule. Now, uh, we don't have to get into the the real nitty-gritty of whether this works in England or whether it would work in America, but it does say, and this is an article from Splinter, if you guys are curious. Uh, it has been 200 years since the first call for an eight-hour workday. That's sort of when the idea of an eight-hour workday came into, and it's been nearly 80 years. Since the la- they last amended the Fair Trade Standards Act, is the world different enough now today where we should start rethinking the idea of a 40-hour, 5-day-a-week work week? 1,700
1: on... billion percent, yes. <laughs> I think that yeah are right, What were you going to say? Well,
0: yeah.
2: it just depends on where you're at. For example, the zoo needs to have employees there all the time. Certainly.
0: So it Certainly. really just
2: depends on the type of work that they're doing. But... Yeah, but
0: you could stagger... You wouldn't you could have different employees who are at different days of the week, though. Like, wouldn't you...
2: We don't have enough. Sure. For example, like, a lot of places can't pay enough to have more employees there. So we need those employees as in ourselves mm-hmm. to be there 40 hours a week.
0: I always thought about it from the front... Of, not even taking a day of work away. I would take four 10-hour work days as opposed to five 8-hour work days. Do you know what I'm saying? And just add those extra two hours onto the days that exist if that was an option. That's... I'd
1: rather do that. Hmm. I think having that third day... I, you know, I certainly, I agree that there's, a, you know, there are jobs where sometimes you've just got to be there more, so you can't make it a mandatory mandatory thing where it's 32 hours, but I think, um, the question you start asking yourself, and I think a lot of people could look at their jobs and think, could I get this work done efficiently and well if I was left to my own devices and my own scheduling? I think about the job that I used to have, where, like, you know, we're there for certain times of the day, and when it's event-based and stuff like that, it's like, listen, Let me come in. When I come in, I'll get my work done. Especially now that, listen, I can do emails at my house. I can make phone calls at my Mm -hmm. house. You know what I mean? I can do this and that. I can work in a different, more effective way. Could I be more productive if left to my own devices on scheduling instead of falling into an archaic 8-to-5 or 9-to-5 structure that we've been doing for 100 years? I think for a lot of people in their jobs, the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Where it might be different, somewhere saying, like, I don't know if you would want kids going to school for a day less. So somebody who's a teacher might still... Be there for longer or whatever. Well, that's an
0: interesting one too, because I—I mean, if you pulled the kids, yeah, yeah, right. I gotcha. No, no, no. no. If you actually pulled the kids and they gave you a serious answer, mm. they would prefer to come in later and end the day later. Like they oh, would—they well, would
1: be. There's a ton of studies that yeah. show that teens, specifically, like that it's not teens aren't at their peak uh, getting yeah. up early in the morning. Yeah. That it would be way better for school yeah. kids if they weren't going in until a little bit later. And the
0: reason that doesn't work is because teachers are like, nah. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, you, uh, you have teachers
0: dad. like being up early in the morning. Yeah. And getting, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think there's. Plus,
1: I think there's that like the myth of like the Puritan work ethic, where it's like, oh, these guys are oh, you're lazy, sleeping in until nine. It's like, yeah. well, I mean, we got mean, the science now. A farmer Bill, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, you're you're, right. you get Medicaid and you sit at home watch more. Anyway, shut up. Stop voting, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get anything else before we go to this week's interview, Heather. Oh, go ahead. All right, all right. Let's get to this week's interview. I want Sarah Foster's work week. That's she always know, seems she's like she's travel- traveling and doing stuff. That's whose work week I'm after.
0: Well, Sarah, I'll tell you what, she's always on the go, that Sarah Foster. True. Mm-hmm. Matter of
1: fact, she ran
0: to the studio from her house to do the interview and then ran back home. On foot. House,
1: on foot. That's dedication. That's not like the only time she's done that either, no. I don't think. She's, she might have the record for running to the studio to it's be on the podcast. Like a, it's like a 20 plus minute run to get here from her
0: house. It's not like she's running from like yeah. around the corner, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, respect to Sarah Foster uh, and respect to Night County Tourism. Uh, let's go to our interview with Sarah Foster, who we love having on every year. I'm there might just, be some
4: heavy breathing throughout the interview. But. You're
0: shockingly composed for somebody who just ran here for 20 minutes.
4: Yeah, you know, cooling jo- off a little bit.
0: Justin thought you ran here from Marcy, which is... <laughs> when... That would be like the
4: craziest <laughs> Boilermaker training I've ever not done.
0: <laughs> well, we can talk about that real quick if you want. I was going to ask you, uh, you ran Boilermaker 5K. This 5K, year, yeah. yeah. I have to tell you, and I don't know where you stand on this. This is the first year, I ran like five years in a row, and then I didn't run for the last three years, or whatever, however you I didn't really run any of them? Out. Any of them, no. Okay. Right. One year it was because I hurt my knee or back or whatever. I had some ailment, some old man ailment. Yeah, our bodies are hurting.
4: falling apart. <laughs> I actually
0: have a segment for that later. Perfect. <laughs> that is good. Right up my alley. Um, so two years I didn't go. And then last this year, this most recent Willowmaker, I did go with, uh, with Kate and Justin. and We were just sort of there watching the event. And this is the first year in a couple years that I got, like, mad. Like, like oh.
4: fomo kind of yeah kind of, yeah yeah
0: I got the fomo real hard I know year. it hits you
4: <laughs> it is because I was debating not running at all my knee was hurting me yeah it's and, always the uh, knee <laughs> I know it's a damn knee it was like my it band so people were diagnosing it and then James had hurt his hips which those are just like permanently hurt I think uh, yeah that's a he, that's he a didn't never sign come... up no
0: <laughs> that's a never come back one but they
4: were like hit or miss and so I I felt like my training wasn't good I had signed up for the 15k and I was like you know we live on the Boilermaker route this year it might yeah. be fun to watch it there yeah. But uh, Can't watch I went into the 5K. James did, and he actually, he did, like, GoPro footage. Oh, So nice. we have everybody coming up the hill. It's really sick. That you know? sounds like so. We want to use it for, like, Oneida County tourism promotion type stuff. James
0: is so athletic. He's the kind of person who would, like, <laughs> run backwards in the Boilermaker yeah. say hello to me be like, he, hey, what's up? Nice to you. He see, probably would. okay? All right, I'll see you later. And then go way back to where he was. Yeah, so sprint
4: like, ah. up. I know, he had um, Gatorades <laughs> for our friends that he saw. And I was like, I don't think anyone's going to crush a full Gatorade. So he was, like, portioning them out and I'm like now people are gonna think that you're like poisoning them because they're opened,
0: like very complicated. Um so last time you were here, one year ago, uh almost to the day it was September seventeenth, twenty eighteen. Um we talked I forgot that we talked about Mac Miller, which is yeah. you reminded me. That was a great conversation we had about I that know. Are you still repping it now? You still listen yeah. to it all the time.
4: <laughs> yeah, whatever his last album was that was like right before he had died, um we listen to it all the time, mm. and I, I use it for, like, gym, when I'm at work, Yeah, that, and Taylor
0: Swift. Taylor <laughs> I'm literally
4: going back and <laughs> forth. It's, like, the weirdest mix. I think I might have written but...
0: down the Taylor Swift thing, too. Oh, yeah. Are you think... in on the new album? Are you oh, like it?
4: Oh, hell yeah. Did
0: you like the last album that people were sort of up and down about, the Reputation album? To
4: be honest, I don't even remember what songs were from that. I go through phases with Taylor. I love her in the sense that um she's tall, yeah. and... <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college, like I remember Kay Sneeze and I like bumping what? her like old old albums that were like kinda countryish and being like, yeah, Oh yeah. my god, she just like totally gets us.
0: Are you in on country um, music?
4: Yeah. yeah. I go through phases with that too. Everything has a phase. <laughs> but uh, I'm back in the country, but I feel like it might out in the winter, that's Light another
0: off. adulting thing that I've noticed when I was younger and I was a little bit too cool for a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I would look for like a reason to not like a song. Like yeah, if I was in high school and the like the, the and larger than life by the actually oh, came out, yeah. her, Classic. I'd be like, Oh, this song, so, so 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 <laughs> they're not even talented. Yeah, like at, at 33, now I'm just like, It's a good hook, yeah, <laughs> it's a You're
4: like, good wow, That's catchy, it's pretty catchy still. I know. Well, yeah. I listened to this new album from Taylor. Actually <laughs> all this stuff I think literally just comes down to getting older and like lamer, but also cooler <laughs> at the same exact time. It was the VMAs and yep. um, I just thought they did a good job. I don't ever care about any type of award like Grammys Emmys mm-hmm. anything but I for some reason it was like they did good promotion. We watched ridiculousness all the time and they were like pushing it hard mm-hmm. and uh, we turned it on we watched like the last hour of it and yeah. I thought everyone, Like, all the acts that were on were incredible, but Taylor did the song Lover. (laughs) I started bawling. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And I'm, like, trying to hide it from James. And he's like, are you crying right now? And I'm like, it's just so beautiful. I'm like, it's just, it's such, like, a pure song about love. And I was like, I feel like... She does a good job of, like, things that I don't even know that I think, of putting it into a song. And then I just, like, read her whole Rolling Stone interview, and, yeah. I'm, like, Team Taylor right now.
0: I had a brief moment, and this is my getting old and getting sadder and lamer, but also maybe cooler. Cooler. Uh, (laughs) Was, I was watching, I rewatched, I rented Avengers Endgame. I don't know if you've watched any of these Avengers movies or any of the Spider-Man movies or any of that kind of stuff, but I like all these, like, comic book movies. And there's, like, a moment in the movie that's really sweet where, like, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland come together after they've been sort of broken up in the storyline and they have this nice moment where like Tony Stark as the old man like hugs the young yeah. kids. I'm so happy to see you know it's it's just nice and I was just like I'm gonna cry. Yeah, this, this is like then,
4: really pulling in, on the heartstrings. There's gonna be a big
0: purple alien in the scene next to this <laughs> and I'm gonna cry right now. <laughs> and that's yeah you can just feel it as I get it's older. totally cool. I cried over the cat when the cat got Aww. he ran because he ran away. I thought I talked I don't know if we updated it on the podcast by the time people hear this. Charlie's fine. <laughs> He's back. He's fine. But I I, I cried over it Oh. Because I, I had, like, a nervous breakdown. Real, like, intense. You thought panic. he was gone? I don't have kids. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, but
4: animals can be kids. And this is as
0: close as I've had to some attachment to something that isn't, like, a friend of mine or my family. It's just mm-hmm. this thing that sort of loves me ubiquitously, right? Like yeah. It's really... Unconditional. So, all of a sudden, he's gone for, like, 24 hours, like, like just hiding and healing up from his injuries. And I was... Uh, I,
4: I, Did you know he was hurt at that point?
0: Yes. Okay. We had to doctor him up we had to put peroxide on his head and yeah. take out the poor little nog hey it happens i got caught off track i'm sorry no uh, i don't even know if i introduced you yet did i introduce you I by name think we i we actually said it <laughs> we're six minutes into this show. this is it's a cool. very common uh, uh-huh. on her yearly visit sarah foster of one County tourism she is the director of media and public relations i was thinking about this actually because i was going through your facebook feed yeah and i was looking for some content for us to talk about because it is your one year anniversary yeah uh, oh, and by the way, before I move past it, do you feel like uh, oh, I'm always curious when people have been on after a year? Um, do you think things have, this has been an up year or a down year since last time I saw you? Things have been good?
4: Yeah, good. But it's I want to because it makes me nervous when things are
0: good. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the natural human. Condition. Yeah,
4: it is. But no, it's been a great year. Today is actually the one year anniversary of us buying our house. Yeah. Yeah. Closing. Any, I just uh, realize that. <laughs> any
0: home? Any home ownership uh, surprises that snuck up on you since you've gotten into home ownership? <laughs>
4: Uh, I think James was, like, creating things in his head. He, Because we bought it, and we're like, oh, the house is in great shape. We don't have to do much. And then he's like, I have this idea. Let's put in a hood vent. So, well, like, we did vent. a hood vent, and then we That's did. That's important, though. You it was. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, all about, like, sm- I am too now, but, like, I don't like when our stuff smells like food. Yeah. And it's a small house. So, um, it's yeah, that was that pretty to essential.
0: Cook, otherwise. Like, i this mm-hmm. house does not have it and it's the worst. Yeah. If I'm it, cooking anything that's at least you
4: have bee stores, but like yeah, I know it still makes it hard. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we did it on a bathroom floor, then we completely mutilated our garden. We murdered our lawn. Garden on purpose, lawn not on purpose. Yeah, I saw
0: you talking about the hostess. <laughs> <Or> the, host- <laughs> the, the, hostos, the hostess, the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I oh, mentioned.
4: I hated them. I was like, these are ugly. Why do people get them? And now I'm like, give me more hostess. <laughs> keep going to Greenscapes and like, um, yeah. But uh, no, good stuff. Lots of landscaping.
0: <laughs> and how over the last year has things been for uh, for OC tourism? You guys been doing all right?
4: Yeah, good. Um, kind of in a little bit of an expansion phase. Yeah. Um, we basically we had done um. I don't even know research i guess we worked with uh, a guy who kind of specializes in working with dmos which is what we are that's a destination marketing organization so he um this was a few years ago but he kind of said you know you're lacking on the pr side Mm. and when we had met with him at that was a couple years ago kelly was like well you know sarah's degree is in pr like maybe that could be something that she kind of takes over so the plan is to have somebody take a couple of my markets because sure sales had been deceiving but I was doing the meetings market motor coach um, consumer like golf and steelmobiling mm. a little bit of media PR but um, it was just really overwhelming and to the point sure. where I felt that I wasn't maybe being as effective as I could be because I'd go to a show I'd come back I was like hyped up I'd be like I have all these ideas and then it was like you had to go into thinking about a completely different type of selling and promoting so um someone will come in and they'll take over the motor coach and then consumer for me which is good and the consumer is also like the local shows that we do but overall yeah we just got our numbers for the 2018 of course it's like nine months later um and we we passed 1.6 billion dollars billion with a b um in yeah tourism (laughs) dollars spent in oneida county it's absolutely wild we i mean we always rank in the top like five-ish in new york state competing against Big cities... Um, and yeah we're pushing to get our bed tax raised nice. and some of that will help the Nexus Center so yeah there's just a lot going on but good things
0: well good excellent I'm glad that things have been going very well and again as I was saying I was going through your Facebook page and I was reading through some stuff getting ready for you to come here like what do I even put on there you no know, I, you know, I saw you were on the other podcast the leveling up podcast yeah with, Megan does. with Meg yeah and I got it got me wondering I'm surprised that you in general don't already have like a podcast like a myself another, yeah like so kind of people a keep
4: telling me that yeah so i've had like um alternate ideas to that and you know i i feel like I, kelly is always open-minded um so i feel like if we pose that down the road
3: yeah
4: and could come up it, we would definitely need to have another person in place yeah. because uh it is time consuming oh, for sure. um and i think all the technical stuff that goes into it i don't get at all but um this is <laughs> no one steal this but if you do i won't be mad mm-hmm. but Um, we had, James and I have a tendency to go to Tex-Mex sometimes Mm -hmm. where we're like, we don't even care about eating. We'll go crush the chips, but we want the margaritas and we go Mm -hmm. for happy hour. And it's funny to see the progression of our conversation because it's like we live together. We do everything together. We talk all the time. We see each other all the time. But we go to Tex-Mex and it's like those margaritas do something to your brain that you just start talking about weird, weird things. Absolutely. And you're like tequila, getting deep and you're in, yeah, you're talking about like personality traits and meshing and life oh, yeah. and aliens and we're like, and I'm like, I feel like that would be funny to do like a Tex-Mex podcast. Like Tex-Mex. base it at Tex-Mex okay. and give the guest a margarita yes. and be like let's see what happens because um. those are potent.
0: <laughs> I always go back to this one. When I was living in New York and we were doing the uh, the original Family on the Wookiee podcast with me and my buddy Dano and Adam Goldstein and Eric and we were doing the whole sports thing. We were living in New York when the original, I don't know if you're going to remember this. You might remember this. For Loco changed its formula. <laughs> yeah. For a while it was like real Crap. dangerous. It like was, It was drugs. It was it hard. It was It was really bad.
4: My and- heart lost years
0: horrendous yeah and so there was a big thing and they had to change the formula they had to get rid of all the old ones so when that happened in new york city (laughs) we were like running to bodegas to to try and get as many as we could get because we're like well like they're gonna get rid of them all right so we did a podcast (laughs) once where each of us got a can of four logo and drank we had to drink the whole thing over the course of the like hour and 20 minute podcast and it was terrible oh my god i can't was, even imagine the turn right. that takes oh my god it was the worst and we're drinking out of like cups <laughs> yeah because we, we, we were the whole point was we needed to finish the whole thing oh. terrible radio in that
4: quick <laughs> that that used to be our pregame in college before we'd go to the bar everyone would have at least one for local. Oh. i'm talking like 10 chicks uh, and was, we would just be we'd go out and we're like what happened sparks, like,
0: right sparks was the other one that was like the Sparks was I know
4: I heard of it. I don't think I tried brand. it. Alternate
0: brand. It wasn't exactly... It looked like a battery. That was the whole point. The can looked like Sparks, a... Okay. Yeah, it's... it's, it's oh God. <laughs> These were all the worst things ever by the way. I want you to, I want to state that for any of my your audience.
4: No, we were I feel like I saw a meme. It was like in 20 years we're going to be getting these like surgeon general warnings like if you were a victim of 4 Loco and you're having heart palpitations because and when they changed the formula, we started mixing it with Red Bull to yes. still get the caffeine and it's like that was so messed up. Like
0: <laughs> This is a good place for me to ask this cuz uh, over the years we've had many conversations about your love for Seltzer. Mhm. Um uh, my view my overview going through your twitter and your facebook before you came here is either that you are in on white claw or you are totally out on it i can't tell
4: you can't tell i'm keeping it a mystery
0: (laughs) Uh, i couldn't figure because i saw you in one picture drinking the other brand truly the truly one yeah yeah yeah.
4: so um it's
0: the drink of the summer it's white claw summer. Okay,
4: well, first of, of all, y- y- y'all are a little late on that because I think <laughs> chicks around the world have been drinking white claws for the past couple of summers. Yeah, yeah. Because for I remember sure. going to volleyball in twelve north, and it was funny because all guys would be like, "Oh, you guys in your drinks," and now my dad, he'll be like, he's like, "Oh, I had a couple white claws," and he's like, "I love them," and I'm like, "Yeah," because they're easy, uh, yeah. especially day drinking. Yes like so my thought white claw i can't do anymore no sorry more. nicole johnson sorry, nicole. <laughs> and you're your, She's your so pending mad. sponsorship
3: She's so bad. <laughs> i know well, I,
4: I know i messaged her about it one day um they're too sweet for me i literally can't yeah. do it and truly's are basically the same way i discovered smirnoff's mm-hmm. and they did a really good one they had watermelon okay mad refreshing but they never sold just cases of watermelon uh and then I went to a bachelorette party recently and it I think I was done with seltzers. However, However. we just went to Montana in Wyoming. But when we uh-huh. were in Montana, we went to Big Sky Brewing mm-hmm. and they make their own seltzers and they did four and they make them in house. Mm-hmm. And they let you like get them on the flights.
0: What uh where Montana's at?
4: That was in Missoula. Missoula. Okay. Missoula, but it's really it looks like Missoula. But Missoula. the locals <laughs> will make fun of you when you say it that way. They're like, it's Missoula. But uh bomb seltzers.
0: I have to say I went to a bachelor party. Uh, from a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago uh, up north. Me and a bunch of my buddies from New York, a bunch of, like, upstate guys. Real nice to get everybody together. Great yeah. times. And, again, there was White Claws. Yeah. In the yeah. all-bros, like, national party weekend. Which I think is where the tipping point happened. Once it was, like, a thing that, like,
4: everybody everyone on... was
0: in on. Yeah. Now it's all over the place, right? Now, yeah, and
4: people love it. It's like no one has shame in it anymore. and no one, no one should feel I embarrassed. I'm backlash
0: farm. against the backlash. I've still never tasted one. I've never had Really? One. Yeah. Not because I've gone out of my way to be like, try one. It's just any party I've ever been to, if you have a cooler of Utica Clubs and a cooler of Seltzer. Claws. I'm just going to get the... I, yeah. I, I, I'm... My brain Do you ever is get like, sick
4: of beer, though? Like, do you feel like, oh, God, anything. I'm, like, getting too many tonight? I am a
0: very, very cheap date when it comes to drinking. Yeah. So... What I do like, actually, my white claw of the moment is I am drinking any sour beer that you throw at me. Okay. You throw me like a hibiscus sour beer, some yeah. wild, that I like.
4: Trying all the out, I'm all into
0: the sours. So I guess sours are my white claw yeah. of the summer. Uh, but summer's there, over, by the way. We're getting to
4: the I know. Well, now I'm in red wine mode. Is, I'm like, literally, <laughs> it was like an, a quick, quick switch. And actually, I'm oddly getting into beer, which I never thought would happen. What kind of
0: beers do you... Okay, so that's interesting because I, I didn't... I've never been a big beer drinker. I used to drink Scotch when I was in New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and lately I've gotten into sort of like again, like the Sours, but I've always sort of liked dark beers like a stout Mm -hmm. or a porter. And I'm sorta because I think those are a little bit less I don't love like the hoppiness of like an IPA. IPA, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's how I feel too. Okay, so I'm curious. Like, what is the first beer you got into? Like, I don't know where you're like, Oh, I'm into this beer now.
4: (laughs) I keep asking people for cheap beer. Like I'm literally like, I'll take a course, like
0: you you drink a modella?
4: I, w- I would. I don't, I like don't buy it. And I really don't buy beer. Like, no, we had had like a barbecue at our house and I started, I think, with a couple spiked seltzers. Actually, I tried to make a jalapeno watermelon margarita that was really good, but it snuck right up on me. That
3: sounds a And then I part went part.
4: to the seltzers and then I was just like, all I'm craving is literally like a Bud Light, Utica Club, um, Coors Light, anything That's, like that.
0: Well, the summertime, again, it's the same sort of thing we talked about with the White Claw, right? It's in. Much more easily drinkable beer in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Like Utica Club is very nice and light. Like I don't. Yeah, it's
4: just kind of refreshing. Miss
0: me with a Coors Light. I said this last yeah, week. Yeah, I know. Last I week know. we talked about in the podcast. We did like our rankings. That's the the cheap mainstream it's like water.
4: But that's why I think I like it. But...
0: Here's the thing: You could give me a Bud Light, and I would say this is fine. Yeah, it's not offensive. It's just this is fine. Yeah, right? there is an actual <laughs> offensiveness to a course. Of like, course, of course it's never I will never offer you a course. Don't ever.
4: Well, no. The per- the reason that I think the white white or spike Seltzers in general, and I think it does differ depending what one you go for, but they they're so low in calories. Yeah. yeah, that you're you're almost like oh I'm kind of being healthy, but um kind of. But no, for um for beer like I like a Blue Moon, so. Yeah. I am the annoying person that goes to a bar and I'm like, do you have anything like Belgian or like that would be similar? Like I, or I'll say like, give me your light, a light sure. one that's easy to drink. I don't care as much about the percentage of it, but the the Big Sky Brewing had had. Um, we tried it in in Wyoming actually. It was called Moose Drool, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> I just love the name. Yeah, I'm a but it was good um, <laughs> it was like darker technically than I would ever have mm-hmm. thought I liked, and I was obsessed. And and now I feel like those kind of beers are. Uh, now that we're going into yeah, the cooler yeah. weather, it is like good yeah. timing, but I am a sucker for red wine now, too.
0: Well, you, when we were texting uh, back and forth about you coming to do the show, I think you said your premise that you wanted to do was just how to do a base, uh, how to have a basic fall. That's what you're getting ready for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How to have the most basic fall. <laughs> how possible. to have
4: a basic fall in Oneida <laughs> County. I know. I feel like I need to do a blog post on it. Maybe I won't say basic, but. <laughs> uh, even on
0: Crocs, I've seen a lot of people run on Crocs. It seems like the Crocs no. are big on fall now. Like the, really? Yeah, I've seen all my kids I've been rocking
4: slides. I was pumped was like, that those made a comeback. I have, like, bright blue ones, and I just crush them everywhere. Airports, house.
0: Are you – did we talk about this last time? Are you still pumpkin – pro-pumpkin spice flavored anything? Uh, or no, you I don't you're really. You're off on it now? I've never been on it. You're not on it. Someone, yeah. Who was on it last time? Someone was on it last time I was here. I, and who's Heather? Gonna, I yeah, try
4: Heather, it, nice it but see. um, it's too sweet. I, I'm in coffee. Sweet, I'm very uh, – Is
0: sweet the killer for you? I so, can't do you know, sweet like Hazelnut, coffee. vanilla, any yeah. sort of flavored coffee, you're yeah. out. So you're like toasted, Kevin that way.
4: Toasted almond – from Dunkin', mm. I used to do, but it was so hit or miss with how many pumps they would give you, because well, that, it's a liquid like sugar, and it'd be <laughs> like, some days i get like seven, and I'm like, this is literally undrinkable, but um, <laughs> no, I, I think um I'm like proud my taste buds have developed with coffee, like I can taste the difference down all oh, yeah. different kinds, and where they come from, and acidity, I don't like acidic, and I don't like dark. No,
0: I, I'm with you in that too, again, I've gotten right in the middle, I think, as yeah. I get to this sort of like adult. Yeah. Middle age, right? Here. Like I still like vanilla ice cream flavor. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Pretty basic coffee, right? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think
4: pistachio is good. Actually, I do, you yeah. go to Utica well, Coffee and they blend it; it's banging.
0: They do. The, I do like Utica Coffee's pistachio, and I've told, I've told them many times. I've like, given them free advertisement. Just send me some southern pecan. It's my favorite thing mm-hmm. they've ever southern made. Southern pecan it's is so, it's good. so
4: good. It's when they do that on tap, I mix it with whatever their lighter roast is, yeah, yeah. so it's not dominated. But I, it's so good. Oh, it's, and it smells amazing. You like get in your car after you're like nice. <laughs> uh,
0: I gotta ask you. I um, I saw a couple pics on your Facebook. I don't know how recent they are because that's another one. <laughs> I'm all over. You're the all, all over. The well, people, I, this is the thing. You get it all the time. We've talked about it before. Yeah. You post a lot of stuff sort of after you after. got back from long trips. Yeah. Right? So I'm always kind of gun shy to ask you about a particular trip because I never know how like closer or oh, far yeah, away it's been. That. Uh, but you were just talking about how how recently were you in Montana? Because I was curious about Ju- what brought like you like within out. the last week. So what brought you out to Montana? I'm so curious. I had
4: a trade show trade um, show in Billings, Montana. So my
0: brother-in-law is from he Billings. It. Yeah, he's from Billings.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billings was really cool. That's where we ended. But basically, when that was presented to me, mm-hmm. and I knew it was mid September, um, James and I hadn't really had anything planned mm-hmm. for the year, and I've just. I've I've been loving the United States. I I, oh, yeah. I think I kind of overlooked it for a while, and had a stupid mentality when I was younger that like I had to go out of the country. I probably have said that before. No, on here. I've, but um, I think
0: that's I think that's normal.
4: It, yeah, and it's like what you see from other people and social media for sure does it. But um, yeah, we we had done like a Utah Arizona a couple years ago, and mm. that was like one of my favorite things that we've done, and we've done some cool trips. And uh, this was I said you know do you want to go do Wyoming Montana? So we flew into Jackson Hole um we did a couple days there and then the grand tetons mm-hmm. and then we went into yellowstone mm-hmm. and then we did two nights there and then we uh
0: Were well, you stayed you're not camping you're staying in hotels you stay.
4: Uh, well we stayed in a hotel i i, I travel so much i do hill and points oh we're so okay. um Smart. i stayed for free <laughs> jackson hole was free because of points uh yellowstone Take it with a grain of salt but i don't stay in the park if you can help it it was don't, such a rip off right. it was so outdated no yeah, wi-fi nice. which i know i'm in a national park in nature but this was it's the better, like, least amount of planning that we have ever done for a trip like so
3: my this, brother right?
4: got married this summer right before i had yeah. a trade show i had a bachelorette party we had not no plans going in except for like our hotels so we were like we need to look up what we're doing in yellowstone and for the rest of the trip and where we were sleeping on our miscellaneous night, and we couldn't get any reception, and it was it was three times the amount that I'd ever pay, yeah. so we were pissed. But um, that makes a lot of sense. Though. Then like, we, it's a,
0: it is a national park; they're trying, they're overcharging you for the sake of you saying yeah. that you're in the. I don't you know; know what I'm like, I'd yeah. rather
4: just like have them be like make a a required donation or something, right? Because I like parks; they need to be protected. Like mm. they, I get it. That what they do is phenomenal, and it's amazing to see them but um it was also like 85 and sunny and i was like (laughs) oh we're gonna be out there in the fall it's gonna be nice and cool this keeps happening when i plan a trip we get like unseasonably warm but um then we we made our way into montana and we also had horrible food in wyoming which was weird Hmm. um and we heard customer service
0: what's like the uh what's the cuisine of like wyoming like bison everywhere bison burgers yeah Eh.
4: but no we went to a brewery in jackson hole that you would have thought was cool Mm. it was it was embarrassing the pizza that they served like and unfortunately i don't even know the name i wouldn't have said it if i did but (laughs) it was i love cheese it was covered and i got a margarita pizza which should be like splotches of cheese kind of with like nice thin Mm -hmm. tomatoes fat but bigger than, like, the little nugget tomatoes. Like a
0: quarter tomato? But they just yeah. put
4: the full thing on it in a ball. and I, But it was, like, not the little easy ones to eat. It, it was so weird. It was horrible. I, that's why I tried the moose yeah. rule, though, and loved it.
0: As a rule, I genu- I generally will not get pizza outside of New York State. I, I don't know if that's... It's a
4: good rule um, because I, I, now, pizza sucks everywhere. Mind else. you,
0: I don't go to a ton of other states. Like, I've been to, like, you know, I've been to the Midwest, which notoriously has, like... You know, you have your deep-dish pizza. <clears throat> you deep pizza, which people think is what pizza in Chicago and the Midwest is like. In yeah. reality, there's that other weird pizza that they have there called, like, St. Louis-style pizza, which is, like, that thin, crackery Oh, yeah, style. no, like, that's but... not... Yeah, no. I don't like... that's no good.
4: It, like, blows my mind, though, that so many states can't make it well. How is New York so good at it? So,
0: I've, I've talked about my crazy conspiracy theory about this. I don't know how true this is, but someone told me this once. I don't know if it was one of my crazy uncles or something like <laughs> that, but it stuck with me. Something about the elevation of the Mohawk Valley and dough rising and something about the way the dough and the... Okay. I don't understand Like that's... They, he said it was something along the lines of like, that's why pizza in Florida is trash because it's like below Low sea elevation? level. And the elevation? Yeah.
4: I mean, I've heard also like our water is better. I mean, that,
0: yeah. I mean...
4: The elevation thing is interesting. I wouldn't not I mean, believe it like i could see I've, it being i've been
0: pitching it to people for years and no one has ever pitched it back me. And i mean, gotta look up now I... I feel like i want
4: to yeah like no, how does like how want... does elevation affect pizza making like the weird things we google <laughs>
0: uh your brother got married or who yeah got married? my brother did so you were involved in this wedding this is a i uh, was you're, in the wedding yeah. you were in the wedding because i have a wedding coming up i'm not involved necessarily but it's close friends of mine yeah uh and I've been to a couple weddings this year. I don't know if you've had any thoughts about the year in weddings or any trials and tribulations you've <laughs> suffered while you were in this wedding, but how was your wedding experience having to be in the wedding, be involved in the process? Did you have a good time? Were you stressed out?
4: Um, I was not fully, the only thing that, the, the most stressful thing is money. And oh yeah! Oh my that's, god! That's, um,
0: that was a number one of my thing. What's up yeah, with all the cash? Yeah, why all the money?
4: <laughs> it was um, it, yeah. It's just, there are just so many things that go into it, and like especially I think with a female because it was like the bridesmaids. We planned yeah. one bridal shower in Philadelphia because that's where they live, and that's where her family's from Jersey. Then my mom insisted on doing a bridal shower here, so I assisted her with all of that and like setting up and the decorations and booking the, the we did it at said they did a great job mm-hmm. but um then we had I went out in March to Philly to go bride'smaid dress shopping yep. and she was really chill about that oh, it was on um, think about that it was black tie optional, but mm-hmm. she wanted all, all of us in black gowns. But yeah. um, most people would be like, August black, but I um I like it because oh, you don't sure. see sweat. It's, also pretty and sleek. it's yeah, oh, it's, it's like flattering. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, slimming. Um so two of us got one dress, two got another dress. Yeah. And like it was it was easy. And then um leading up to the wedding, it was a blast. We went uh we had the rehearsal dinner, but it was like I love all my brothers' friends from college sure. and from home.
0: How so to be, B- are you? You're, he's four years younger. Oh, okay. So you're like right in the same sort of wheelhouse yeah. today. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And I've like, I've met all his friends from college because I used to go visit him in Philly. And then I know I, his friends from here. I've like yeah. kind of seen him grow up. Um, so we had a blast at the rehearsal dinner. Then they did that on a Thursday. Then Friday was like spotty for the ladies. The guys golfed. Nice. I kind of wish I got invited golfing, but <laughs> I didn't. Um, and then, yeah, the wedding was... It was a shit job. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Like it was, it was a blast. It was so beautiful. They had it at an awesome venue. Um, weather was perfect. It was just a long day.
0: I uh, I went to Long Island for a wedding uh, in July. I'm gonna miss the day. My cousin Joe. Shout out to cousin Joe and, uh, and Annie. <laughs> hey Joe, the best. You guys are doing great. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, great time. Awesome time at the wedding. But I got asked to sing at the wedding. I, I you know, I don't know if we were talking. About it. I. Used to sing yeah, when yeah. I was younger. My sister also sang, but she's a classically, she went to Syracuse, got a musical theater degree. She's oh, yeah. A beautiful singer, right? Excellent. And I'm just like, fake rock star, yeah, <laughs> singing a song, right? Uh, so. You know, he asked me, so I was like,
2: yeah, I'll, yeah,
0: I'll, I'll sing a song. Whatever you want me to sing. You know, I'm thinking he's going to ask me to sing. Like, I think they did initially ask me to sing, like, an Ed Scheran. Ed Tran, Sheeran, Sheeran? Yeah, that's the guy. Ed Sheeran, yeah. One of the, his songs. Some song called Perfect, which maybe you know I've never heard. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted me to sing that initially. But for whatever reason, like, didn't want to do, like, a non-church song in the church. So. Okay. So I ended up, they goes, okay, so sing this song. And it was a Josh Groban song called You Raise Me Up. Oh, which yeah. I. Cannot sing. I was like, "Oh my god, I, uh-huh. this is this is frustrating." Yeah, yeah. uh, that's was a huge. Like so there's was, there was like this moment where I'm in Long Island. And I don't know if I ever told the story on the pod. I mean, me and my sister are. She wants to practice the stuff because she's stressed out too. Was again, she
4: singing with you? We're
0: both singing. So okay. We're in the wedding. We're there's one microphone. We're up with the organist, and we're just oh going god. back and forth and singing. Oh, that's intense. It's a yeah, it yeah. About, yeah. And uh, you know, and we got like two songs each, right? And. Uh, so we're in a, we didn't know where to go with the hotel. Yeah. She's got our kids there and my parents are there and everyone. So we had to get in her van and drive to the Walmart across the street and we sat in the parking lot in her van and played the YouTube karaoke versions of all these <laughs> songs through the phone in the speakers in the car. Oh my God. And we had like nervous breakdowns in the car. It's like, we're never going to be able to do this. <laughs> like freaking crack. out Omar. oh my god freaking out uh-huh. Uh so and shout out to I forget his name I think it was Pete he was the the organist yeah. we get there and he's like you know I can just change the keys on all this so you can sing it and we're like you're our favorite person Thanks so much no- so, oh, I can't
4: imagine that pressure I mean I get nervous I mean, walking down the aisle let alone singing in front of everyone. I wouldn't
0: wouldn't bother me at all if it was strangers because I don't really care what strangers yeah. think would be but it's like my family and friends that you're gonna and, keep like, singing blues-y. after <laughs> you're gonna go party with after yeah gonna, well that was the other thing Uh my, my cousin's Family, on the other side, uh, Annie's family is, like, uh, Latin family, Dominican family from the Bronx. Okay. They party. Yeah. Harder Throw than my family. <laughs> we were not prepared for the amount of dancing and partying. Oh, it my was God. a wild night, especially for all the old white Syrian folks. Yeah. we just like, oh, it's getting kind of late. <laughs> <laughs> it was Latin,
4: like, Spanish. Go. They love dancing. I
0: told my cousins, I was like, my younger cousins, I'm like, we're only marrying Latin folks. No, yeah. I only want to come to weddings like this for the rest of my for life. The, don't, yeah. don't send me... Uh, that one cost me some money though, and then I got a Brooklyn wedding coming
4: up. In- When's that? October. October? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have one this weekend.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's not in Brooklyn. I have to go look. I have the. I'm the worst. I don't usually know where the wedding is until I have booked I the hotel. Completely feel you. I'm like, yeah, I sent the RSVP. But then
4: it's not always like near the where I'm. We have one this weekend. My college friend and she, <laughs> the, I think the hotel is like an hour or maybe 45 minutes from the venue. But the good news is the ceremony and reception are on site and they have shuttles. But yeah, it's just, it's so much. But it was a great wedding. <laughs>
0: uh, in classic fashion, we've gone so far off tangent. We've talked about weddings, we talked about fall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to hit a couple quick things I was going to ask you about for some upcoming event stuff. I know we don't have a lot of stuff in front of us, but uh, I know Remsen <laughs> Barnfest is coming up. It's one yeah. of the big ones. Any like upcoming events off the top of your head? I have a few written down that you're excited for, particularly coming up in the next few weeks. It might be, it's not too early for Halloween if you're a Halloween person. No,
4: well, Remsen, I this I think will be the first year that I can go really because I'm always out of town for it and I think for once I'm finally here yeah I'd love to go um just I we do a radio show for work and I had the woman on the other day talking about interviewing her and just the way she set the scene she's like you're in Remsen you know it's just like beautiful and you're outside and it's main street and um yeah just sounds like a cool vibe and then we um Cascale Festival at Woodland. Mm -hmm. We usually work that, so I'm excited for that. Shout
0: out to all my folks at Woodland. Yeah. Uh,
4: And then, oh my God, Marcy's going to kill me because she just put probably like 75 events on for October 5th. There's a ton happening that I ha- I weekend up if
0: you want me to pull it up
4: wait let me um i can let me go to my facebook but uh See, one is, gonna, is that I'm for gonna have to bring ricky marcy in one of these times to come i, know. I help you out here i know we could do a little uh a team game. action <laughs> 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 once i started saying that i was like should i say
0: fall that? festival 2015 at the parkway or 2019 blocktoberfest oh you got lots of stuff i like your website by the way i was telling this to marcy i think last time i talked to her about uh i like the way your interface is on phones it works really nicely on cell phone. That's a weird. Uh, well,
4: that's good. Um, for the most part, it should. But we, I think we've had a couple things. We we got Crowdriff almost two years ago now Mm -hmm. and that changed if you go like especially on a laptop it looks better or a Mm -hmm. computer but we we integrate now um, and uh, actually it's all Marcy but she picks pictures and implements them like onto our homepage and she can change them anytime so we can do like themed ones like around Valentine's Day all the pictures had like red and pink tones like you're gonna see some crazy fall action soon I'm sure and we'll update like our I know well I'm I mean we're all we're all millennials but but but,
0: they're good at the internet I'm I'm telling you I. I
4: feel i know i feel really stupid sometimes when it Dude. comes to like phones
0: well you've been i saw a lot in your twitter uh when i was going through it. you you seem to be getting into that stage where i'm at where you're coming to terms with a lot of like just adult things Where you're like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna stay home tonight it's the best I, I always tell this story i knew that i was old when i was running late somewhere a couple weeks ago Wait, this is a while ago running yeah. late and i needed to wash my hair so i like filled the sink with water and just kind of dunked my yeah, head in yeah. and I pulled a muscle on my neck and oh I, the whole day I'm god. just like oh god I can't move my neck this is a mistake if I had gotten up earlier I would have it be fine but yeah
4: yeah no I it is it, I'm not gonna lie it makes me really nervous what's about the, latest the next you've, 10
0: years what's the latest you've stayed awake during a weekday in the oh last... I stay up late oh I, late t- yeah, you yeah <laughs>
4: we go to bed between midnight and one every oh, really? morning it's oh, stupid
0: See? but the
4: thing is we veg we like melt into our yeah. badass couch and you guys are
0: pretty active
4: we are <laughs> well we're hit or miss summer like we did so much work on the house outside that like i was like we haven't even enjoyed our patio and our nice privacy fence like that's what oh that was one of our big projects privacy fence yeah we yeah. got one down and put on one side because nice. it was just we were too close to our neighbors when they had to get together we if we were in the yard, it was like we're making awkward eye contact. Oh yeah, they appreciated it. They should have honestly probably gone and have these with us on that thing because it benefited them
0: just as much. I but mean, Justin just like built a fence. Up yeah, at the at the, the Parkinson residence <laughs> and um, like it's they're pretty close to the neighbors too. It makes a world of difference. Yeah, crazy it does. How much it's
4: um, it it's a peace of mind. But yeah, we just we were doing so much prior to like having our barbecue and like all this housework and stuff that then. Then we went on vacation, and then I was gone. I was gone for sixteen or seventeen days. I mean, that's a, it was half a month. I he picked me up at the airport, and it was last Saturday, this past Saturday, and it was a Syracuse game, which was sad. But he was like, "So, do you want to get like Chick Fil A or like pizza?" And he kept telling me Chick Fil A. So I was like, "Let's get Chick Fil A." He's like, "Are you sure you don't want pizza?" And he he mentioned the place that we went to the grand opening. It's in Utica, kind of near Bleaker, at, not Pi Squared.
0: I do like Pie Square, by the way, chef. So do I.
4: Um,
0: <laughs> uh, not the... I'm the, I, worst. I'm the worst. with No.
4: Meals. Oh, my God. They are the nicest people. And now I feel awful that I don't remember the, an amazing pizza. We, He's like, do you want to just go home? He's like, we'll watch a Q's game. We'll drink some red wine. We'll get pizza. I'm like, yes. Yes. I'm like, that all is my sleep. perfect night. Thank you. That is all I want to do. And now that I've been gone for so long, I've just been so looking forward to coming home and sitting.
0: That was... Uh, I noticed it after the get down. When we did the get down this year, you know, we, you know, for, especially for Kate and Justin and the uh, the earlier, I didn't get down until about 9 probably, but a lot yeah. of us had that early getting ready. We went to Nail at the end of the night for the post party. Like the post party mm-hmm. afterwards. And everybody, even before we left, were like, "I'm getting one drink." <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I am going, like, "We have to show up." But that can it, be
4: dangerous because then sometimes you're like one turns into a few and well, you're like, "Well."
0: For a lot of times too for us, you want to make face, right? I don't want to
4: pizza box i'm so sorry the pizza box box. if you have not been look at that look how huge it was that was a large i'm showing sam on my phone
0: classic bad podcast they also
4: let you do half upside down half garlic Mm -hmm. although
0: that's my
4: from now on i'm gonna get just upside down because i am literally obsessed with their upside down Mm. but it was um it was like seven and i got garlic knots best garlic knots i've ever had and it was (laughs) under twenty dollars like super good deal and nice because i need
0: something for dinner Um, (laughs) uh, I was gonna ask you one last I have some lightning round questions for you but just a couple quick things before I get to that Uh, one I I saw a couple quick picks have you gotten any golf in at all this year have you had a chance to get your golf game we
4: went last night (laughs) we walked nine it it was like when we were on our trip we I said we didn't do a lot of planning, and it was um, the most relaxed trip we have oddly done. Like, we went to Mexico. We didn't relax when we went there. We were, like, at pyramids, and we're running around the beach and doing this. This, we would, like, hike a day, and then we would just kick it. Mm -hmm. And, like, the day we went to Missoula, we were, like, we went to the hotel, went to the brewery. We walked downtown. They had this free concert in the park. It was, like, awesome. And uh, now I'm losing track of what I was talking about. We were talking talking about about golf. Golf. I'm completely (laughs) losing my... But it...
0: See, you've been running something too
4: long. about doing a lot of work. Like basically, I, I this week we ran Monday and Tuesday. We're yeah. like, we're getting motivated. We got yeah, this yeah. wedding this weekend. We know we're gonna drink and eat a lot there. And then uh, yesterday we walked nine. Today I ran. I feel like I'm so active. But then it's like on vacation. I drink every single day. I ate yeah. horribly. Like <laughs> I was
0: just talking about this. Uh, somebody, when you have like a job where you are around all the time. like, And part of your work is going to different places, right? You're sort of always, quote, unquote, on vacation. And people never, like, I when I go on vacation, it's no rules. I'm like, I'm going to eat 12 pieces of pizza. And when you are not, it's hard to sort of be healthy and active. And travel. And travel. It's just, it's yeah. really intense. I look at, like, athletes and professional wrestlers and, like, these people who are on the road 200 days a year I know. and they're in phenomenal shape it's like how do you it well, make any sense to we
4: me we gotta cut ourselves slack there because they also have so much money and they have personal chefs true. and they have personal trainers that's true and that's that is their job that's
3: true so You're I right.
4: I know trust me I've done the same thing but then I have to stop making myself feel bad about it because I, that's just a completely different lifestyle but it is true and I, I go through phases I can like crunch time two weeks out from like my brother's wedding I was so healthy like eating just salads every day and then it was like the second it passed, I'm like, pizza, chicken fingers, buffalo chicken sandwich, let me get more wine, let me go out to the bar. You know, it was just like, but it, it flips the switch. But yeah, for this trip, I was like, I don't even feel bad, even though I knew I had a wedding coming up. Because life is too short to not eat good food. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's do some lightning round around questions. I've kept you here too long. I know you probably no, want to run back to your No, cars. I don't. Uh, you're just going, please do me run back
4: to I might fire. honestly just go get a pedicure somewhere.
0: Very smart. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, real quick, I have some new lightning round questions for you since you've been on for a while. Um, I so always get
4: nervous at these because <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to answer Before
0: them. I do that, though, just, again, if you want to check out all the good stuff, United County Tourism is doing and promoting unitedcountytourism.com. You can go on Twitter at OCTEvents. Uh, you can follow Sarah at SarahFoster13 if you just want to follow her personal feed. She has some hot takes, as always.
4: Yeah, I've been trying to do more local stuff on there because yeah, yeah. I noticed that for a while I was sharing everything that was, like... On my travels, but I was like, my job is in tourism. But I, I will say, um, I think we had just mentioned really quick, I know the VIP, the VIP Pink Night and Pink Days, that's at Greenscapes tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, beautiful Molly. at Stanley is coming up on September 20th.
0: We just had Derek on. He's the best.
4: He is awesome. <laughs> um, something, oh, it looks like a Utica Hard Cider and Donut Fest at Uticon. uh oh, yeah. Fall Fun Fest. That's on Facebook you're getting that? Yeah, so we shared, it's the easiest. It's actually even more updated, I think, than our um the website out, yeah. because we can just literally we'll go through and like pretty much search anything that we can find. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so sorry, I'm I'm just gonna say a couple more. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um This is new. Brew at the zoo is mm-hmm. at Fort Ricky. So oh, nice. Fort Ricky has new owners. Hey. And our, our friend Len is um still there. He like helps and does a, a bunch of stuff with them. But um, Yeah, they're trying to do new events and I think bring new people. And they have also like the entire month, I think, of October, they do a fall thing. KO moved to Rome. So a new permanent location. Utica Comedy Cup coming up October 5th.
3: Um,
4: Second annual Falling for Utica Festival. That's at Handshake City haunted forest something new that's at papa rick's snack shack i
0: saw that yeah marcy I and i were curious. talking about that like marcy hit me up about the haunted was it the haunted forest
4: haunted forest i just like the name but the guy it's is like the cutest haunted? owner he's this older guy and it's like his grandkids are his banner and he's like i'm gonna have ice cream and like he just seems precious are you but, a halloween person uh yeah but not like hardcore but i i just love the time of year in general
0: because I, I we've talked about it before james still pulled the greatest halloween prank i've ever seen where is it like, it's, every single year. It's the best <laughs> Halloween prank I've ever seen anyone pull. <laughs> in my life. That
4: is. will go down in history is, Un- like, one of the funniest things. Unreal moment.
0: <laughs> <things. laughs> uh, Sarah Foster, uh, Director of Media and Public Relations for Night Accounting Tourism. I have some lightning round questions for you. Yeah. These are not the same ones as last time. I don't think. I think I've updated them since then. Okay. Uh, Sarah Foster, what is the worst job you've ever had that you are allowed to talk about?
4: Um, <laughs> I mean this with all love. So, I worked at... Uh, well, everyone knows probably Oneida Limited. But yeah. uh, they had... Our family friends went in on Liberty Tabletop slash Cheryl Manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And it's um in the same building as Oneida Limited. They had like a three-year contract with Oneida to produce their flatware. Then they broke off just a bit of tourism information. They are the only company producing mm-hmm. silverware in the United States. I worked there for a summer because I was like taking uh, I failed math in yeah. my first it's freshman year of college and I had to take it at MV over the summer. And I worked there in the mornings, but I would go in at like five to get out at 1 mm-hmm. and then drive to MV And it was like, it was pruning and like, I don't even know how to explain it. I had to wear like a full bodysuit and go into these <laughs> vents. It was literally all dust and clean them. But they would pay oh. us extra to do that. So I would offer to do it. But I got the work, like poison ivy across my entire body oh, doing it. It was awful, but I was very tan and toned that summer. So I guess like pick your battles, you know?
0: <laughs> uh, who would you cast? To portray you in the movie of your life. The Sarah Foster story. Starring.
4: Hmm. Uh, I don't think she's an actress. But I feel like I'd go with Lauren
0: Paul if I could. Lauren. Aaron
4: Paul's wife. Yes.
0: I know you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Lauren Paul. They are the
4: coolest couple. And she is just like such a positive not that I'm always positive, but I just You're feel like positive. I could get her to... Listen. I think I could vibe with her, so that's why I'm like, can you play me?
0: <laughs> I say that, I always just say Sam Rockwell because I think we'd be friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what is your favorite all-time fast food item? Single item of fast food from any fast food restaurant. I
4: gotta just say a double cheeseburger.
0: W because McDonald's double cheeseburger?
4: Or Burger King. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Although, I mean, lately I've been literally seeking out Chick-fil-A. But um, if I had to go for like an all-time... It, that's been something that's stuck with me since a kid, and now right. as an adult, when I'm hungover, I'm like, give me a double cheeseburger and a Diet Coke.
0: Were you in on the Chick-fil-A-Popeye chicken sandwich battle? Did you? I that? didn't
4: eat one during the time, but I really wanted to. <laughs> but. Uh,
0: what's a movie that if you see on TV or you see you at a streaming service, you always stop and watch, no matter what you're doing?
4: Uh, oh, now I can't even think of the name. Super Trooper. Super Trooper. Yeah, I would always watch that. Like, and actually, so that's a weird question for me because I hate watching the same movie twice. Really? Yeah. Don't once I out. know what happens, although now at this age I fall asleep during every movie I watch, so it's always new. But uh, yeah, Super Troopers would be like the one where I'd be like, I'm going to just watch it again because it's so good.
0: <laughs> uh, give me one book, album, movie, or show that you and uh, James are either reading, listening to, or watching.
4: Well, Mac Miller would be the album, mm-hmm. but I'm really on. Taylor Swift. And actually, we just started on Mindhunter.
3: Mindhunter. Yeah, Marcy yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: recommended it. Yep. And uh she she knows her style, so she'll come in and she'll be like, So I just watched a show, you and James are gonna love it. And like she's almost all the time spot on. So um she's good with
0: her media her media points she's in movies, yeah.
4: and I yeah, with, just like from her working at the marquee, I think she's very like passionate oh, yeah. about it. So yeah, we had she many
0: conversations a... about horror movies.
4: <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I know. She loves them. But yeah, that was it. Mindhunter is good.
0: <laughs> Did you uh you finished Friends last time? Last time we were here, yes. you were just you finished. Oh my World. god that it was a year ago. It was a year ago, yeah. yeah, Friends.
4: Yeah, we actually we watched. I miss Friends, but we watched Lucifer. That's uh, he's a Satan. He's a- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were at Copper City, and this random kid was like, "You should watch Lucifer," and we were like, "All right, we might give it a shot." Ended up mm. loving it. Like it was weird.
0: My job has stopped me from doing any. Real major television watching, and I do uh, occasionally play the PlayStation as opposed to watching TV because I'm a nerd. You're you're allowed to, but nothing uh, wrong with that. <laughs> I have been desperately trying to find some time to start season two of Succession, which I watched on okay. HBO. That was um, the first season was on HBO. It's sort of about like. It's almost like the Murdoch. It's almost kind of like the Murdoch family, almost like a fictionalized version. This really rich, powerful family, yeah, media conglomerate family in New York, and like they're like <gasps> sort of infighting. And it's a really great show, at least the first season what I saw, because you watch first couple seasons episodes, and you're like, all these people are really interesting, but like I'm not rooting for any of these. Okay. Feet, they're all like terrible. Isn't people. it
4: weird when you don't actually feel loyal? Yeah, it's like, oh, to I a, hate. Yeah. all these
0: people, and then by the time you get to the end, you're like, it kind of. It's good. I love yeah, it. Yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah.
4: I am um, sorry, what were you no, no, say? And then the other no. one, I
0: uh Temptation Island season two is starting. Oh. It sounds terrible, but No, that's uh, so
4: funny. <laughs> Temptation
0: Island season one would come on after professional wrestling. Which, okay. Uh,
4: I know you love your professional Well, mm-hmm. you know,
0: Kevin and I and the boys, we used to, you know, Tuesday nights we used to come watch wrestling and then yeah. hang out. And after professional wrestling on Tuesdays was Temptation Island. And for a while, you know, we had to stream this <laughs> from from our app on the phone, right? Uh. So, you know, Unless I actively turn the app off, it's just gonna keep playing what I never next. the yeah. so First couple of weeks, we were like laughing. We'd watch like the first ten minutes, like what the hell is this show? Yeah, no, this is and so then stupid. We'd be watching wrestling. We'd be and like we'd be like ten minutes of smiling guys. It's <laughs> so funny. You ready to see what goes on with Aaron or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, so, Temptation Island season two is coming back. I guess I'm looking forward. To That's it. cool. I don't know no, why. it's
4: you know, it's nice to have the mindless ones too. Like I watched Key. so dumb, but did so you? good. I it's like you can't look away. I
0: did a whole bit on Judge Judy last week because it's on when I get home from work sometimes. Yeah. It's like the last ten minutes, and I like watching Judge Judy hmm? yell at young people. It oh makes yeah, me laugh.
4: I know. Oh my god, she would like terrify me. <laughs> I just I saw something. The uh it was I think in the Taylor Swift interview with Rolling Stone. Hmm. They were talking about Game of Thrones, which I have not watched. No,
0: I never saw it. But
4: that. uh they were saying that the like brain reaction that you have when you end a series that you really like is very similar to a breakup. Like what goes what happens to your brain and your emotions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can see that. Not quite as intense, probably depending on the breakup, but it is like a very odd depression. Mm-hmm. And we literally just this week started the Mindhunter, and it's pathetic how I'm like, ah, we have something to look forward to to watch on TV. I mean,
0: this one's kind of old, but when you're when you finish Mindhunter? did you watch Abducted in Plain Sight? No. So Abducted in Plain Sight was a Netflix documentary that I can't remember how long ago it was. But within the I last, know I
4: heard of it within the last
0: year, it kind of broke the internet for like a week. Yeah, and it's this outrageous story. I won't I won't tell it to you here, but if you're looking for an like one that's you're gonna watch it and go oh oh no yeah oh no oh no is it just crazy? It's
4: unpredictable. Or? It's
0: wild. Okay. A wild right. documentary. I'm it's in. pretty good. Uh, Sarah Foster, Director of Media Public Relations, Night kind of Kind Tourism. It is always a pleasure to have you yeah, here. Yeah, thank every you year. so much. I can't believe you're going to run home now. here. <laughs> I, know.
4: <laughs> I know. I think James just texted me that he's going to hit balls, so that means I am running home. I <laughs> can <So. laughs> <You laughs> drive you home. No, it's okay. drive. All right.
0: uh, um, thanks for coming on. We love having you. We'll be back to the show. CET events on Twitter Facebook uh, they're on uh, not a county tourism or oh, I gotta put the link I don't remember what it is off the top of my head uh, okay so you guys ready to do some history <laughs> lessons or what I don't Here remember are. what are it you is ready? I'm always ready okay. born ready Can't are you ready no okay I'm gonna start by framing this in an interesting way I'm just gonna try and clear your mind for a second I'm gonna say a word to you and you're gonna tell me the first thing that comes to your mind okay are you ready video games
1: Super Mario Brothers. Um, I just like that TV in there. There's always video games on, like okay. all the eight bit and all that.
0: Super Mario is closer to what I'm looking for. Uh, on this day, 1889, Nintendo Co. which which later became Nintendo Company Limited, was founded in Japan. 1889. It seems like a really long time ago yeah. for a company that ostensibly makes video games, and that's because they were originally create. Uh, they originally started producing. Hanafuda Playing Cards. That was their first item that they sold. Uh, Going on, they've tried several niche businesses, including cab services and love hotels. Look up love hotels. I had to check that one out afterwards. Uh, They developed into a video game company in 1970, uh, became one of the most influential in the industry, and one of uh, Japan's most valuable corporations with a market value of over $37 billion in 2018. Guys, you know what Nintendo actually translates to? Tell us. Leave luck to heaven. That's what Nintendo means. I didn't know that. Leave luck to heaven. Uh, The reason I asked you that question is because uh, during the peak of Nintendo's success in the 1990s, the name was so ubiquitous that it had sort of become like Band-Aid. It was just an overall arcing term for like video game systems. Mm -hmm. And Nintendo didn't really like that. They wanted to be very specific about what system people owned. So actually it was Nintendo who sort of pushed the usage of the term game console, which was not a thing. Uh, before the 1990s. Uh, I mean, I've had a Nintendo since I was a little kid. I mean, we've talked about Nintendo a million times on this show. Uh, I think you said Super Mario, right? I think that, for a lot of people, is the first overarching, like, video game idea, and that's Nintendo's A lot of people product. of a certain age. Of a certain age, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think that's kind of the other thing that Nintendo did. There's two things that Nintendo did from a business perspective that are really smart, right? One, most of their successful games... Uh, Zelda, Mario, uh, Donkey Kong, uh, Metroid—like Metroid, right? a lot of those games—are first-party licenses. They own a lot of those characters, some of the most popular characters in video gaming history. So they really, really like settle in on making first-person, first-party games, which means they produce the games for their own hardware,
1: as opposed to them making like a Spider-Man game or a Super mm-hmm. Yeah, like as opposed like to that.
0: Capcom saying we want to make a game for your Nintendo system, yeah.
1: or even as opposed to making an NFL game or an NBA game. Well, right. If, Although but, they've made those, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, yeah. yeah but generally... Just like, to highlight the difference. Yeah, yeah. For most most of Nintendo's biggest selling
0: items, like games, are intellectual property that they created and own the license to. It's very rare for a non-first party uh, party game to be owned by them. Uh, and I think the other one is just sort of innovation. Like, the thing about Nintendo, like, the first portable system with the Game Boy. They had the Wii, which everyone had in their house because they had that sort of motion-controlled thing. They've always steered into, like, the family kind of aspect like the living room destination type thing which is a really smart business model and that's why they've continued to thrive where sega has become just a game development company now so that's my nintendo rant any other nintendo takes what's your favorite nintendo game mario Mm, uh yeah
2: um fester's
0: quest Fester's Quest. Sorry, you told I didn't me this think before.
2: about that. I thought I told you. And then I liked Power Pad too. That was always
1: fun. That was, oh, the one on the floor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was so
2: cool. Kevin,
1: do you have a favorite Nintendo game? Gotta be Mario 3. Mario Ooh, 3 seems right, gotta man. be. Mario yeah.
2: 2 was good. I like, yeah.
1: Mario 2 was cool was and good. weird was as well.
0: really
2: trippy. That one was Yeah,
0: good. yeah. Um, on this day, 1952. Hank Williams recorded his single "Call Ija," which is a strange song about a cigar store Indian that falls in love with a different statue in a different store. Kind of a wild wow. song. Wow! Uh, but this is more about historic. Well, this with is it. more about Hank Williams, actually. Uh, Regarded as one of the most significant and influential American singers and songwriters of the 20th century, he released 35 singles that reached the top 10, including 11 that ranked in the top, uh, in the uh, that ranked number one, including three that came out after he died. Um, he began his career in 1937. Uh, he had a notorious issue with drinking. He was kicked off multiple like radio stations that he was on over his career for kind of having alcohol problems. Uh, he did, however, join the Grand Ole Opry uh, where he released a lot of his biggest hits from that era. You're Cheating Heart, Hey Good Looking, I'm So Lonely I Could Cry. I only know a lot of these songs because my grandfather was absolutely obsessed with Hank Williams. Mm-hmm. Hank Williams died at the age of 29. Which is wild to think about how much music he put out and how influential he was, and how young he died. Uh, he's been uh, he's been known to re- uh, he's been regarded as an influence on Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Chuck Berry, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Bob Dylan, George Jones, Charlie Pride, Rolling Stones, and he was uh, entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987. He's what you would refer to as something called outlaw country, or he was sort of the precursor to what would become like the outlaw country music, which is guys like uh, Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash uh merle haggard willie nelson and uh, i actually kind of like this kind of country music yeah if I, if I, if I, I think that like uh it's a really easy music take to be like country music stinks right if you're like a rock a rock but that, guy but
1: i mean that's what you hear from everybody. really like, country music stinks but i like outlaw country right that's what you hear mm-hmm. from everybody you talk to about yeah, it yeah. like it's the what that's the stuff that's just a little different
2: it, and you can listen to it later on too it's like always catchy
0: I think, I think the, the the problem is when we say country music, what you're really talking about is like pop country, like radio yes. country.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I think that deserves its own like secondary. Well, it's just,
1: I mean, country music, uh, similar, similar to like rock music, right? Because if you just say like, oh, I like rock music. True. We've talked about this before. You can say that I like rock music and you can be talking about the Rolling Stones and I can be talking about Slayer and we're yes. both talking about rock, rock music, music. Yes. you know what I mean? So yeah. a similar thing happens with country where it's like, well, this all fall, falls under the country umbrella, but Waylon Jennings is way different than you know, Big and Rich or Florida Georgia Line <laughs> or something Big like that. And rich,
0: oh man, I sang a Big and Rich song at a did wedding. Did you really? Once. Yeah. Uh, did well, you get paid?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did. What was the? Uh, what was the, They had like one like romantical song. It was like I don't uh, know. Me me. I have to look. It. I don't know. I have to look it up. It was, you sang
1: it. You know what it is. I can't. Remember. You just don't. You
0: don't don't want 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 people to know. I don't remember the name. He doesn't want people to know that he sings it every night. Yeah, I mean, listen. I've sang enough weddings to know that you don't get a choice in what you sing. Oh, dude, I play weddings. You just gotta do. I
1: play songs I don't like all the time. The,
0: The song. Shout out to my buddy Brendan, I love you, but the song that I've disliked the most that i had to sing was i can only imagine mm-hmm. by uh, i think that's mercy me or whoever it is it's like a standard I mean, i'd probably know it if i heard it's it. it's a standard wedding song and that one is like it's tough for me because i'm like ah, "This." it's great. i'll tell
1: you what that's really it's an interesting because it's new in my life playing at weddings, weddings. and performing at yeah. weddings i've yeah. done like three or four or five of them now the a last couple of months it's an interesting avenue to go down uh, as a musician it really is i mean i could do a whole podcast about just that
0: it's crazy uh, unfortunately, we don't have time for that because we have to do more history lessons, oh, wow. including this one from 1962. I tried to get you out. Hey, were doing good. I tried to get you out. Oh, you on the <laughs> day, I were... on day 1962, the first color television series, The Jetsons, was broadcast on ABC. Uh, it debuted uh, on ABC in color, even though the Flintstones... Uh, came out two years earlier. It had been produced in black and white up until that time. So Jetsons actually was the first. I loved the Jetsons. Did you like the yeah, Jetsons? I thought that was a great cartoon. I was going to say Jetsons kind of missed me a little bit. I liked the Flintstones. I'm like a, a little, as little
2: much. older. Yeah, I'm older. Yeah, that's true. Older. That, yes, yeah, but a couple years
0: like, when you're a kid is a big deal. A couple uh, years when you're a kid is a huge deal. Following, uh, huge deal. following, uh, huge deal. following its primetime run, it went to s-
2: seven
0: years, s- years older. Thirty-eight. Five. Five. Yeah. Next topic. After the uh, show went to syndication from 1985, uh, it actually produced shows for syndication up until 1987, but then they stopped doing anything uh, until the 1990 Jetsons movie. However, in 2017, our old pals at the WWE decided they were going to get in on the Jetsons, and the Jetsons and WWE made a crossover called Robo WrestleMania from yeah. 2017. How was which, that? I don't know. I assume Sounds John terrible. Cena like hits Spacely Sprocket with an AA or something. I don't know. Uh, It is ranked the 46th best animated television series of all time. It also uh, showed use of common things we see today, like flat-screen televisions, newspapers on computer-like screens and tablets, uh, computer viruses, video chat, tanning beds, home treadmills, and much more. Uh, (laughs) This is kind of a dumb one. The company that uh, George Jetson works for, do you guys know the name of it? No. No. Spacely Sprockets. Oh, yeah. That's the company he works for. Forbes made a list of the most valuable, fictional companies of all time, Spacey Sprockets comes in at number 25. Wow. It's worth a fictional $1.3 billion. Wow. What's number one? Yeah,
2: what was number
0: one? I have the list. I'll read it to you. I didn't know the number one off the top of my head. It was one that I had to look up what it was from. It's the from the movie Dune. It's the company Chome from the movie Dune. They produce Spice... Uh, it's worth $1.7 Number two is Acme Company from Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, Three is the Serious Cybernetics Corp from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Four is Mom Corp from Futurama. All the way down at number 11, Wayne Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Batman, oh, yeah. $31.3 Uh And if you're going by these numbers, uh, Bruce Wayne makes more money than Tony Stark, who's down at 16 at $20.3 mm-hmm. So Bruce Wayne is worth... $11 billion more than Tony Stark. Seems like Batman's got the up in this one. you love to see it. you love to see it. <laughs> love to see it. On this day, 1994, God. Shawshank Redemption, starring uh, Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman, is released. Uh, this movie did not receive... It received good reviews on its release, but it did not do well at the box office. It's a great movie. Uh, yeah. 320,000 VHS copies were shipped around the United States, and based on the award nominations, it became one of the top-rented films of the year. It also uh, was shown regularly on TNN during this time, which is probably 97 is around where I first started seeing it pretty regularly on TNN, or TNT, sorry. Uh, it's now considered to be one of the greatest films of the 90s. Um, I have a couple casting choices that I thought were interesting here. Uh, so Frank Darabont, who directed this movie, and he's a great director, should read up about him, uh, he was looking for Gene Hackman or Robert Duvall for the role of Andy Dufresne. Uh, do you think either Gene Hackman or Robert Duvall could have played the Tim Roth? Tim no.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Hackman's too much of like. a... They're both too old. They're both too even ninety
2: yeah. yeah, four. And Hackman's yeah. too strong of a character. Yeah, he's kind and of a jerk. He yeah,
1: Hackman's like getting railroaded. He had to be
2: vulnerable and like. You
1: got to be a slub a little bit. Yeah,
2: he, he just
1: couldn't. No. Uh, Clint
0: Eastwood, Paul Newman, also considered. I think Clint Eastwood again also kind of too old. They're all For too sure. Old. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Kevin Costner were all offered the role and all passed. Uh Hanks was filming Forrest Gump, which is why he passed on it. Uh, Costner was filming Waterworld, which is uh, why he passed on it. Worth it. Um and then Johnny Depp, Nicholas Cage, Charlie have Sheen. This one. Yeah, that's true. Uh Depp Cage Sheen, also considered for the role. No, oh, no, no. Robin's again, Robin's really the best role, yeah. honestly, here. Mm-hmm. Uh also, Brad Pitt was initially cast to play the role of young convict Tommy, who ended up going to a guy named Gil Bellows, who plays the guy who like uh Tim Robbins takes under his mm-hmm. wing, and then he gets killed. That would have liked to see that. Uh, oh, yeah. But he got too successful following Thelma and Louise; like he became too big of a star. Yeah. And then this is another interesting one: Boggs, the uh, the prison rapist. There, mm-hmm. James Gandolfini passed on that. Could have been James Gandolfini. Would have mm. you would have liked to see it. I used to rank this in my top three movies when I was uh, a younger man. In hindsight, it's probably not in my top three anymore, but it's probably still in my top ten, fifteen. Great. I would say, yeah. yeah. Is there any? you have any critiques
1: of this movie in hindsight as we get older? It's a little schmaltzy. I mean, sure, you can always find a reason to go back and pretend you don't like something anymore about something you liked. It's definitely a little, like, over... That's the whole thing with it, right? Like yeah. it's supposed to be kind of like over the emotional tug your heart yeah. They're not hiding that. I think that's something they used to do better in movies back then. Mm-hmm. Like everybody didn't feel self conscious about feeling the need to wink at the audience mm-hmm. right. to show that they're all so cool and in on yeah. it. The, they were the like pre-meta. No, we're just going. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is what it is. Yeah. And see, so, yeah, it's a little heavy handed in that way, but it's one of the all time great like weekend afternoon movies mm-hmm. to catch on TV when like it's snowing, you're not gonna go outside or anything. You know, I think it's something think that, there's something to be said about a movie
0: that Wraps you up in a nice feeling at the end. You don't always get that yeah. with a movie you watch, yeah. right? Like, uh, especially nowadays, I feel like people are always trying to like give you a twist ending or some mm-hmm. sort of like mm-hmm. something to remember. But that Shyamalan
1: ruined y'all. Yeah, it ruined
0: everybody. Uh, on, and then all right, on this day, two thousand nine, uh, ABC premiered their sitcom Modern Family, starring Ed O'Neill and Sofia Vergara. The show follows the life of Jay Pritchett and his family who live in the suburbs of Los Angeles. It was acclaimed by critics for the first few seasons, although general receptions were more mixed as the series went on. Uh, it became really, really successful in syndication, though, earning about $2.13 million an episode, making it the 10th highest revenue-generating show of the early 2000, 2012, I think this was. Um, this show, let me ask you does this show feel like it's a tier below some of the all-time, like, sitcom-type shows Do you guys? We're, like on. the absolute yeah. top of the mountain?
1: Almost all sitcoms feel like they're below the absolute top of the mountain
0: if i'm talking about the current modern trifecta of like the office and parks and rec and friends which everyone seems to just love and plays on repeat a sitcom like modern family is it feels a tier below because it's not as good as those shows or because it doesn't have as accessible streaming options for it
1: Part of it is access. A huge part of it is accessible streaming options. It's never been available on a streaming platform, mm. um, with the exception, like I think it's on like Hulu, Ooh, yeah, which you can only get whatever the current season is. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's one of those type of things. They've been ABC's been very protective of the show. Um, you could make the argument that it's not the show that. Like a Seinfeld or The Office or something like that is, but I mean, you also make the argument if you take away like the the nostalgia and the sentimentality of when you got into the shows, like, you can't really make an argument that Friends is that much better than Modern Family. No, you're but right. To be fair, I capital R, capital D, ride or die for Modern Family. I think it's super underrated by a lot of people. So,
2: mm. I I don't watch sitcoms. No sitcoms. Is that weird? No, no, it's not really, weird. I you might that like that, else. though,
1: because it's not, it's not really a sitcom. It's done the way that, like, stuff like The Office or Parks and Rec is. where yeah. they're, not, they're not, like, it's not three cameras in front of a crowd. It's, like, a single camera following with the confessional <laughs> model. Okay. Where, like, they'll pop to the couch and people will talk about what they did. Perfect. But, uh... Wow. Yeah, I think it's a good show. One of
0: the things that the New York Times said about it that gave a lot of praise to it was how it depicts the use of communication technology among like families. Like A lot of shows That's are true. afraid to use like cell
1: phones and technology. It sounds like a pun, but it really does an excellent job of showing the modern, modern. meaning of family and what it can be and how like, it can be different and blended and all this different stuff and navigating this new world. They do a really good job of doing that. And, like, having a message, and, like, you learn stuff, and you can tell these people really love each other, but they don't beat you over the head with it. Like, they're doing something like Full House or, like, one of those um, older shows. When this show came out, I remember watching it right around the same time
0: There's another show that came out in its block. It was This and Parenthood, and those two shows were on, like, back-to-back. And Parenthood was a bit more earnest. Isn't like, a serious drama? Yeah, but they they kind of played them as, like, a package. Like, you'd watch one into the other and, like, yeah. laugh and cry or whatever, you know what I mean? Sure. Like I found Modern Family would be much more engaging and enjoyable than the more earnest and more serious Parenthood. Yeah, because it
1: felt real. It's a comedy yeah. too. Yeah,
0: like, but it felt real. It's not a comedy. It, it it felt very much staged in a way that, like, Modern Family's comedy made it feel more natural to people you actually know.
1: Well, that's I yeah. think that's one of the brilliant things about this confessional model of modern TV yeah. comedies they use, like The Office and Parks and Rec too. It you get like that real world style when they get in like the booth and you see them talking, it makes you forge a relationship a little more than they do when it's like Sam Malone behind his bar at Cheers.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So let's uh, let's get out of history lessons. I have a few quick stories for you guys.
0: Uh, So this is a story that I've been trying to get on for a few weeks. It's from Newsweek. There's a report of a teenager. Who went blind oh, after eating yes. only fries, chips, white bread, sausage, and ham yes. since elementary school? Those are the only five Man. things he ate. Yeah, qu- yeah. First question: what, What's up with the parents That's here? That's
2: the first thought I had when someone told me about that. I'm like, well, what did you? What's going on here?
0: Uh, despite having no physical signs of being malnourished, uh, the boys, uh, the doctors learned the boy was a fussy eater, and they revealed that he had anemic. Uh, he was anemic, and he had low levels of B12. I mean usually come on where's the parents on this one know, you gotta you gotta step in here the like,
2: weird part is is that kind of deficiency doesn't usually happen till you're older to so happen that young like that is
1: it literally all the kid ate know, was these couple so items weird. this is no nutrient i mean i always i always hesitate to in a lot of conversations or something like this we're on the podcast i know people are going to listen to what i'm saying i'll always hesitate to jump right in and say what parents should have done because i'm not a parent you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. But for High Horse Parenting Corner, where I look down from my child's <laughs> High Horse yeah. upon the parents, I got to say, like, if your kid is a... Different kids can be different levels of picky when it comes to introducing yeah. new foods. Sure. But at the end of the day, if your kid is a picky eater, you're just like, oh, well, he won't eat anything no. but mac and cheese and no. chicken nuggets. That's the parent's failing. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: That's that's
1: a, that's a sure. failure in parenting. And yeah. yeah, Your kid might put up a tantrum, but guess what? As a kid, they're going to put up and a tantrum. And they
2: will never want it if you never gave it to them. For example, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to be like, I'm the perfect mom because I'm not. But I always gave Kaz vegetables. It was the first thing he never had fruit or anything for the well, first like four months he ate food.
1: And furthermore like even if you're not maniacs to eat out of the backyard every night like still. <laughs> 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 I mean, but but no, there's still uh, something to be said for like your kid is never gonna want to eat that broccoli or that better food for him when he knows that you'll just give him mac and cheese if he screams yeah, enough. Exactly. Like I I know that I'm not a parent at all. I just leave
2: Kaz's plate there if he throws a fit. Yeah, get, he'll get hungry. Yeah, he'll if get, get hungry. hungry. He will never go to bed hungry. He'll eat that. Food and
1: before. furthermore, like if he does and he goes to sleep, like all right, so you go to bed without dinner. Like I'm not saying certainly don't True. abuse your kids, but like yeah. okay, you really don't want to eat this. This is all there is. I'm gonna die. Yeah. Uh, let's close out with some mailbag questions and then we'll call it a day good
0: work here today guys let's go to a question that kind of ties into this what food that causes you intestinal issues do you continue to eat anyway Uh, I mean any sort of fast food I suppose like I have such a strange relationship with fast food Uh, any fast food I've ever eaten is probably terrible dripping apart my insides all well the but time. does
1: it does it actually cause you distress because that's burger like, king used to that's like oh theoretically when i eat this i know it's not good for me but is there something when you eat it where you're like oh i'm gonna be like jacked up
0: <laughs> yeah like, i suppose i mean burger king used to be that thing for me yeah. like, i went to get a chicken sandwich from burger king i was gonna be in the bathroom i don't know why see. something about it can't figure it out uh i would say now it's any sort of too much dairy. I eat a lot of cheese as a kid, and I think I'm paying the price on dairy a you little bit. You are a
1: and I've noticed you step off cheese a bit as you get older. Now that you say that,
0: actually, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's tougher for me to, to. I used to be able to eat like a block of cheese and a and a box of triscuits mm-hmm. in like one sitting, like just full stop. Just now, how about you, Heather? Anything for you?
2: Definitely dairy and dairy. coffee. It's just an age mm. And I like, had to go on medicine last year for, like, a year. And then I got better, and now I'm eating all of it and drinking coffee again. So I'm I'll, sure I'll be in trouble soon. There you
0: <laughs> go. I'm sure coffee's doing something to me. I'm not totally on I feel like, for yet.
1: me, I'll get something. Um, probably there'll be stuff that I know if I have it late enough in the day it'll give me, like, a bit of heartburn. Yeah. I'm going to bed. Like, uh, really overhopped, unfiltered IPAs. Yep. If I drink, like, just if I go out, to so, like, if I'm going out for drinks or something, and I have... An, I don't wash down with a lot of water, and I have, like, three, like, really, you know, really thick, like, juicy IPAs. Yeah. I'll probably, when I'm laying down that night, feel a little bit of the burn. Or, like, if I have something Mm -hmm. spicy a little bit too late. Yeah. uh, Like, you know, like some sort of, like, a spicy, like, pepperoni or, like, a hot wing or something, and it's really late, and you go to bed later. This one's real sad for me. Uh, Well whiskey? If Mm. you give me a shot of well whiskey, it, like, messes my skin. you can't do well whiskey. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's been... Never go, never, ever go lower than Jameson. Jack, if you have
0: to... Uh next question. Uh is Bush the most underrated nineties band? Is Bush no. 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 I would say what? Third Eye Blind is probably the most th- underrated nineties bands, right? Probably not them either, but, like... Most underrated 90s bands. Not Bush. Bush is very accurately rated.
2: No, I think they're fine. Yeah. I
0: would never have thought that. Bush is very accurately rated. Yeah. Uh, No, I I would say I feel like Bush... uh, Third Eye Blind is actually kind of
1: underrated. Like, certainly... Yeah, no, there's there's no question that album is... But, I mean, it's tough to say the most underrated band of the 90s when your debut album came out, like, halfway through 98. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I also love that self-titled album a lot, but...
0: yeah. Trying to think of what came out in
1: that era before. I used to love
2: games. Silver Chair.
1: Silver Chair. Yeah. yeah. Now you're talking. <laughs> like nobody talked about that. Yeah, Pro Jam. No, I they were fine. They, got no, they're they're pretty pretty. they still were, no, no. People slept on No Code and Alice. Meals and Chains? And even oh, eh. I think we kind of sleep on Alice and Chains sometimes as Pro oh, Jam I fans. like I, it. I like Alice and Chains a lot. I listen to a lot of those albums when I was coming in.
0: What do Alice and Chains? I don't know. No,
1: it's it's you're probably what it probably is I can't believe you're not making the case for like a pavement. Um uh, I, No, I, I think they're actually
0: accurately rated. Yeah. I don't think that I don't think I think there's a reason that pavement isn't as popular as like the Pearl Jams and like Nirvanas of the world. They're sure. They're a particular kind of thing. They're, I think
1: Oasis was underrated in our yes, modern times. I agree with that. I think I Oasis think Blur is underrated. I think
0: Oasis became kind of a, a thing too easy to pile on for be like. They, they just, suffered
1: the
2: backlash. Uh, ben Folds.
1: Yeah, Whoever did the song <laughs> Brick, Sam. Sam, cancel the rest of the podcast. Tell me how <laughs> that makes you Have I in
2: trouble? No, that was one of my favorite.
0: Ben Folds I is like Sam's this. favorite I since forever. I believe that I'm still in Kate Riley's phone as Sam Folds 5. <laughs> yeah, that's like his. Is, yeah. I didn't correct. know that. Uh, yeah, Brick, Brick is I old. I get points then today, Brick right? is the only, um, the only Ben Folds song I can actually play on piano. Just the, the little intro mm-hmm. run line. I mean, I can't play it and sing it because I'm not a... Um, amazingly talented individual like Ben Folds but can I don't I, I love Ben Folds yeah
2: can I trash talk before we go yeah always I'm always. Like, always totally <laughs> kicking butt in like fantasy oh god just I so know knows, are you 3-0 like, right now I'm gonna be 3-0 and I just crushed Devin and like I just want everyone to know that you've done good I'm probably work we can win and I'm rooting really for come.
0: you considering I'm 0-3 and I'm basically done considering now considering I lost I, three I, quarterbacks I've lost all my team uh this is giving Kevin such heartburn. Talking, talking oh, about sorry. I just had
1: to say no, something. You'd be, you'd be, like, I'm
2: so excited.
1: It's like that thing from the, what's he say in Mad Men, where it's like, you know, I don't think very much of He's like, I don't think about you at all. <laughs> yeah. that's kind yeah. of really like, oh, Kevin's probably so annoyed. I mean, Kevin doesn't even, I'm not even listening. Yeah. Football talk, fantasy, I'm it's checked out. I feel
2: out. about movies, so.
1: It doesn't I even affect me. I just sit me. here. <laughs> I'm rooting for
0: you. Uh, I'm rooting for you to go 16 or whatever our, whatever the best possible record you can go me. is, I'm rooting for you. Yep. Yep. Uh, That's it, folks. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for Sarah Foster, and a Tourism, for joining us. Uh, Follow Heather at heatherwaz1. Follow Kevin, underscore Kevin Sullivan. Follow me at sf2. Follow the show at Udicast. We are on Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, Uh, Stitcher Podcast, Apple Podcasts, taking over the web. Sign our humanoids. Keep it tight. Woodstock lives. Uh, The tape machines are rolling. We are desperately out of time. We will see you next week on another episode of the Udicast.